In a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail, three man children stand not quite shoulder to shoulder, with their trusty spray can at their side, united across timelines and space against the confield, grimdark 90s inspired hordes. Shuku and Shinobi, Dawson Rider, Jedi Maw, Aerosol, their mission to bring you the latest Toku news in the craziest way possible. Riders, Rangers, and Rambles Season 4. If you don't listen to this show, you don't know anything about Tokusatsu. Hello, welcome to our Season 4, Episode 34. Uh... It was titled, uh, because Dawson forgot to make a title. Why am I the only one talking? Because things happened. Um... For some reason or another, I honestly have no idea. Um, I went to start editing this episode, and uh, the entire beginning of the show was all effed up. Uh, Thankfully, whatever was causing it fixed itself right along the time we started talking about um, child prostitution during the Tokyo cast discussion. Uh, Which I'm honestly okay saying, because that's normal for us. Um, so, <laughs> the only thing you missed was a very off-the-wall discussion about the Tokyo cast, um, that probably should have been edited down anyway, um, and the one-ups, which wasn't a whole lot, um, going on there. Um, Aerosol pointed out that, um, a year ago, to this day, pretty much, um, we were kind of just bullshitting around, preparing for the uh, rewards show, discussing the Curie cast images, and Kevin was singing Dick in a Box, which was also happening at the beginning of the show that you can't hear anymore. But it probably made its way into um, future parts of this episode anyway, because that, that's a thing. Um, but yeah, so that, that that there wasn't a whole lot um, missing here. We still clock in at over three hours, so no worries there. Um, the the one thing that I do want to address, and I'm really kind of upset that uh, the recording had to really f up at this um, in particular was um, we we did have a discussion about the passing of Geki Dan, and. Um, both Kevin and Aerosol said uh, really nice little miniature speeches um, just about how Geki Dan was such a genuine heart of gold guy. And it's really a shame that uh, that the world kind of took uh, the Toku community, um, probably one of the greatest people in the Toku community, and... Um, we we talked a little bit about the fact that he he was disabled. He was bound in a wheelchair, and he he had that uh, that muscular condition. Uh, and you would have never known if you just kind of observed his um, beings in the Toka community. You honestly would never have known that um, he had those things wrong with him because he was just such a straight up genuine guy, and he didn't let those kind of things bother him. He never um, kind of used it to make other people feel bad or to try to get anything. It was always other people first with him. And uh, we, we all four of us agree that it, it's a really big shame that, um, that he was taken from us uh, so early. Uh, so all everyone at the, uh, the podcast would like to give our condolences to um, 
the staff of GE Fusion, um, everyone in Geeky Dance family, and of course the Toka community as a whole, because um, we lost someone that meant a lot to a lot of people in this community, and it really is a shame. So I would like to say that um, it in no way uh, compares to what uh, Kevin and Harris all said. Uh, which I said is a real shame. I hope I can get everything situated, but I don't think there's any rescuing that audio, um, unfortunately. So um, we are going to be hopping into our Tokyo cast discussion, very, very tail end of it. Um, you might catch some whispers about the, the child prostitution. I don't know exactly. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's really about it. So again, sorry that the first friggin' episode of 2014 had to start with a recording error. But um, the rest of the show goes without a hitch. So um, enjoy, and uh, here's to a good 2014 that isn't full of errors. Please, computer. Thanks. Peace. I'm uncomfortable now. Because of Changnesia? <laughs> There's a yeah. lot we don't know about it. Probably no, because idea. when he had Changnesia, he named himself Kevin. That's probably no, why. No, the idea of you banging Ken Jung. <laughs> uh, Look, as long as it's not ill, then we're fine, because then it'd be necrophilia. <laughs> you don't know what Dawson does when no one's around. He might be. <sighs> I think I made it worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh well. The only discussion of the Kyuger cast photos. I just said Kyuger. Kyuger <laughs> cast photos. Will you discuss necrophilia? Uh. Anyway, I'm just upset that the show's going to focus on red and like completely it. leave out focus on the other four. The other four are just going to sit there like having a circle jerk the entire show. Because apparently, it's not a problem if Marvelous is, gets focus. Oh no, because Marvelous is because Gokai is the best show ever. That's just true. What was the one before that? Oh, I saw. Ghost I don't remember. <laughs> no, I <wanna, laughs> Well, I was just thinking. I did. I remember that, and then I was thinking about the other day. I saw someone saying that Alito was a more compelling character than Hiroto. Hiroto. Hiromo. Yeah, that's right. There's too many different names. Hiromo. Hermo. I'm like Alito was just a walking derpy smile. How the hell was he compelling? Yeah. All that needs to be shot in the face with my cock. Oh, God. Or, or a bazooka, whatever comes first. Giggity. So how about the... The, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Superhero time. <laughs> uh, okay, so now let's go on to our awards show. I didn't watch the episodes oh, this week, guys. I didn't either. It was a shame. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Can you do, like, that old-style 30s, uh, like, radio announcer, like, with the really diesel voice and the whole, like, razzmatazz and shit like, like that? You mean the thing from Korra? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, just need, I just need it for one, for one segment in our awards. I, I, yeah, I think so. What do you need me to say? I just need you to announce the award. <laughs> okay. The award every, segment. Every award? Well, I, I just... I mostly wanted it for the first one because it's uh, Mover of the Year. <laughs> oh, yeah! Spoiler alert. 
Kick it. Right. <laughs> so is all right. <laughs> oh, so we're going straight to it though. Like, the... no, no. I'm just I'm checking because yeah. I don't I don't have a list in front of me. I'm like, all right. A list of vocal talents. No, like that. That's is that what you want? Like that. L- little sinus infectiony. <laughs> just just, just pretend you're watching pro bending right now, and what, do what comes natural. Okay, hold on. Oh, that's not what you wanted. Um, I'm so related to pro bending. <laughs> and now the the award for best mover of the year. Be mine. <laughs> In the award show goes to. We're gonna go to several different people because we all have a different opinion. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I guess we'll just go in our usual order. Ah, oh, damn it! There's <laughs> your list. I don't like this. What? The, what is this? Or for Kevin of 2010? <laughs> Come on, son. You're always so behind in your video games. Get it? You. In the dick. In a box. <laughs> so mine is right now waiting for your mom to unwrap it. Okay, fine. I guess I'll just go. I picked Frozen because it was amazing. I loved that movie, and since you said it, I might go with it. I just figured <laughs> out that. That's Kevin's usual mantra. <laughs> I don't think of these beforehand. Um. Okay, I picked This Is The End. Um, I actually... That was like the only movie I saw that came out this year a while ago, and then I specifically, yeah, it was in summer. Oh. And then I, I specifically summer. I specifically sat down to watch a bunch of movies that I wanted to see, and I watched like five of them, and that still ended up being my favorite. I really liked all the other movies I watched, but this is the end. It was just so funny, and it just made me the happiest, and <laughs> it was just it was pretty awesome. You should all watch it; it's hilarious. Yeah. I- I really, I, I loved uh, Frozen. We saw it like three times, uh, and the songs are all stuck in my head. Not the least of which reason being the fact that my small child keeps going, "Dad, I want to watch Frozen on your phone." And <laughs> then I go, well, "Which Frozen do you want to watch?" She goes, "I want to watch Cold Ice." I'm like, "Kaylee, I cannot type Cold Ice into my phone and get an answer." <laughs> And she just looked at me like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I just put the fucking frozen on the goddamn phone. <laughs> That's her inner monologue. <laughs> Probably I didn't go is. see it because I kept getting confused. I thought it was Frozone, the inevitable incredible spinoff. And I was just upset because mm-hmm. I, I've been wanting that. No, Dawson didn't go see it because he was afraid that going to see a kid's Disney movie by himself would make him like a pedophile. Exactly. <laughs> have, have any of you of seen rules. that? That knockoff version in stores or wherever, it where it's frozen, time. and then in little tiny letters it says "land." Yeah, <laughs> it's got like some Eskimo yeah. chick on it. Yes. Actually, uh, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, that was, it was like in three or four Black Friday ads. <laughs> it was like and movies it, where we pay you a dollar to take it. <laughs> it's funny because I was at Walmart and I literally seen it right next to uh, uh, the Snow Queen. That is based off of, <laughs> and Frozen. Walmart's like got this company 
that they keep stocking their DVDs and they make like knockoff versions of whatever movies coming out. Like right before Planes came out, they had like a knockoff version of Planes. And then I they saw had that. A knockoff version of Kung Fu Panda after the sequel of the Kung Fu Panda came out. And it's like it's like I think they they did one for Tangle with like Rapunzel. Just like, called Madage. They, <laughs> they got one. They got one of the Jungle Book. Yeah. The soundtrack was just Andy's song "Sex Hair." <laughs> <laughs> they did. They just take whatever popular kids movies coming out and they make like a knockoff version of it in a day in someone's garage and <laughs> release it to Walmart stores. It's like, oh my- which is odd because they did the same thing with planes. <laughs> <laughs> I never even seen planes. I haven't either. Very good. I think it got like one star. Like, well, which one was? There was one. I forgot which one it was. We were in Walmart the other day, and uh, I think it might have been like I don't know if it was a Jungle Book one or what, what, which one it was. But my girlfriend takes the DVD. Like, this isn't whatever it is, and just like throws it somewhere. <laughs> in the I'm like, well, that's that's a bit much, don't you think? Like, well, that employee didn't deserve to have that thrown at his head. <laughs> He didn't make the film. Oh, well, I don't know. He might have. I don't he know. might have. You don't know what Walmart's doing. <laughs> like, it was. It was pretty funny. I was like, "You can't do that." She's like, "Yes, I can." I'm like, "Whatever." And then I ran for my life because she's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like having my own personal cat, except with less nipple twisting. Uh, hey, moving along, I guess. Yeah. Wait, did I mean, Darius say his answer? Or he didn't see any movies? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any movies oh. this year. That's why I brought up the the knockoff version of Frozen. Oh. Because I was <laughs> hoping it distract away from the fact that <laughs> I didn't see any movies this well, year. I saw other movies that were good. I saw This is the End. I saw The Hobbit. I saw... Fuck that movie I just watched. The Hunger Games. Those were all good. Still I didn't hungry. watch Catching Fire yet. Hunger really? Games Still hungry. Oh my god. Dude, Jennifer Lawrence is awesome. I wanted to touch her through the screen. <laughs> Made it really awkward when he's watching with his girlfriend. Ah, I already told her. I'm like, look, I will fuck her in front of you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said that there was kids around him. <laughs> that's, that's okay. I was on the computer one day, and there was a picture of her on there, and Kaylee goes, look, it's mommy. I'm like, that's not story. your mother. Yeah, I know, but I want to tell her anyway, you motherfucker. I'll kick your ass in the balls. That's right. <laughs> you uh. kick my ass in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Makes perfect sense. I don't know if I saw them. I saw we're, the We're the Millers came out this year, huh? Yeah. That shit, uh, we borrowed that. It's the unrated version. That shit's fucking hilarious. This dude gets bit in by a spider on his balls. That shit was fucking hilarious. And then, like, the dude, that same dude's fucking singing Waterfalls by by TLC. <laughs> this is a nerdy dude sitting there in this RV. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I mean, he's just rocking out. And then in, like, the, the bloopers or whatever, the outtakes, uh... As a joke at Jennifer Aniston, instead of Waterfalls, they made the radio play, I'll be there for you. And then, and they're all singing it, like the whole fucking cast is singing it, and she's just sitting there, like, really, 
really, you fuckers are doing this to me, right? I get it. I was on Friends, ha ha. It's like, she's just totally not amused, but she's pretending to be amused. <laughs> that was actually funnier than parts of the movie. But yes, was, that was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Kevin's movie of the year, the bloopers on We Are the Millers. <laughs> Look, the blo- bloopers are always funny. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. I, I had to fill in for Aerosol not giving an answer and bringing up fucking knockoff from Walmart. And he's a fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we moving along? Yeah, next category. Okay, the next category. Game of the year. All for Kevin of 2010 because Aerosol's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I'm not the one who came up with it. I just wrote it down. <laughs> well, too bad. <laughs> uh, I guess I start again because that's my life. You um, can switch it up, rotate it. Make Dawson go first. Oh uh, yeah, fuck you, Dawson. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm devastated now. My my night is ruined. Okay, um, I picked The Last of Us. Uh, it was really, really good. Um, it was a really good story, and I really love. It was such a like a great experience. Like uh, they did a really good job of having the the cutscenes sort of uh, go right into the gameplay seamlessly. Like, sometimes, you know, you'll have games where the gameplay just really doesn't seem to fit for cutscenes and it just feels like it's there for the sake of the game. But this one, I thought it was just pretty seamless and it felt like just a really awesome experience and it was just really good. I really liked it. Plus, Ellen Page was there, but not Ellen Page. (laughs) Better Ellen Page, (laughs) a.k.a. Gwen. I I love Pokemon. (laughs) Now are we uh, talking heart gold and soul silver or which one are we doing? You know what? Let's let's fucking go for broke here. This new the new one that just came out, red and blue. That <laughs> shit's fucking amazing. You can catch your own Pokemon. There's like a hundred and fifty of these Are we back in the nineties episode? <laughs> There's a hundred and fifty of these bastards you can catch. All you gotta do is now Alkazam, it'll blow through the whole game. Fucking psychic is so broken. I thought he was gonna say platinum. Uh, ah, totally three for a loop, but no, but no, seriously, seriously though, X and Y like the shit. Like it's it's amazing. I, I think I jizz my pants every time I turn the game on. It's, it's are you on the cool. second gym yet? Look, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of space between one and two. I know that's about. why it's funny because you always take a while anyway. But there was like a long time between gyms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm 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 working on it. I'm working on. it. I'm getting there. I'm actually I'm trying to decide which Kanto starters I want. Starters. Oh, I guess you have two games. There we go. That makes sense now. Yeah. Like I mean, I want Squirtle in one because arm cannons. Pick Agumon. But it's not one of them. No, it's not not Agumon. I'm thinking Charmander in the other one, but I'm like I don't know which one to pick which one in. Like, I mean, I know I can get, like, a stone and all the stones in each one, and it still doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day, but I, I want to be real specific about it, and I, I I think, I overthink this shit. That's my problem when I'm playing with Pokemon, is I overthink everything I do, so it takes me forever. That, and I just like pissing off Dawson. I'm not really affected. <laughs> Your mom's a whore. Okay. And she's gay. <laughs> um, Those lesbians, so, they love your mom. Well, well the haircut, the haircut matches. So, <laughs> <laughs> so unlike last year, where I only played like two games, played I actually did have a, a bit larger of a 
repertoire this you year. Four. <laughs> uh, it might come out to be that number. I'm not sure, but um, I don't know. I had a tough time picking uh, because I do really love Pokemon. Um, Pokemon. But <laughs> I knew one of us was going to pick Pokemon. At least one of us. Um, oh, Brian's so I, about to intense. I decided so. to go with uh, Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Which uh, I was really surprised. I I didn't play any of the Bioshock games until this year, um, and I never really thought to. You know, it, they never really. It, it never really seemed like there was anything there. They just looked like shooters on the surface. But I think that's kind of part of why they're so cool at the end <laughs> at the end of it because uh, it does just kind of look like a shooter but they do have some pretty interesting stories <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed all of them and Infinite was easily the best <laughs> of uh, of the lot uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to me. go too far into details in case someone for some reason hasn't played them but uh yeah the <laughs> the ending mm. was Trippy. really well done and i it really it really played with perspective and not only the perspective of the characters but the perspective of you as the gamer and uh it was really cool really well done it was one of those endings that I felt like I needed to read and watch a bunch of videos about it as soon as I was done and then just sit there and think about it for a day. <laughs> yeah, after after I finished it, I I kind of just let myself think for, yeah, like a good hour or so. I was just sort of thinking about nothing but that ending and how everything sort of tied back into itself. Um, that kind of thing hurts Dawson's brain, that much thinking. It gives him an aneurysm. His doctor told me he can't do it. Okay. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, and so, despite what Kevin just said, I actually didn't pick Pokemon because I knew Pokemon was going to get brought up regardless of whether <laughs> we picked it or not. That was a gamble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, P- Pokemon's kind of one of the gimme games because it, it's always going to be amazing. Like my favorite game at the time just because it's such a big franchise for me so i i kind of pushed it aside because it was kind of the automatic winner uh and i i gave it to um legend of zelda link between worlds because i rambled about it and i love it <laughs> because i made yeah. a video about it check it out <laughs> shukwinsonobi.com motherfuckers <laughs> i mean well, Ken, I'm, I'm not gonna heavily repeat myself but a, a link to the past was um my second favorite zelda game um uh, besides, like, Wind Waker, because Wind Waker... I'm not sure if you'll be able to top Wind Waker as my favorite. Wind Waker is really good. But um, I've always liked A Link to the Past, and when I found out that they were doing a direct sequel to it, I was really excited. And it, it it's one of those games that's a really nice balance between uh, kind of throwing you a little nostalgia bone every now and then, because it's literally, the, like, the same exact map. So if, you, if you've played uh, A Link to the Past... So much will be familiar to you, but everything's still so new that it, it it's really a, a nice feeling to play if you're a fan of the original game. And even if you weren't, um, it, it's a whole new experience. So I, I really, really enjoyed what they did. 
and the the new elements to the game in terms of like renting weapons at the beginning of the game instead of finding them, um, the wall merging and all of that stuff uh, that made the game unique. I, I thought they pulled off really well, and uh, I, I still haven't fully decided where it falls on my list of favorite Zelda games, but uh, I had a really great time with it. And I picked it, so ha, ah, fuck you! <laughs> God damn it, Zuri! <laughs> well, I I'd love to link to the past, and I, I agree with the things that Brian said. I the reason I couldn't take it is because I literally just got it about six days ago for Christmas. So <laughs> and I literally won't play it for six years. Sorry, I couldn't resist. You are a whore. I can't resist those I, jokes. I actually, I only have, that's the only Zelda game I have to play for handheld wise. Well. Not really. I still have to do Ocarina of Time 3D. But, uh, and I got that like the day it came out <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> and you uh, wonder why we make these jokes. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm hoping actually I'm going to start it soon just because it's a Zelda game. And uh, it is that direct sequel to Link to the Past, which I loved playing. And But yes, I agree with Brian. Willmaker is a fucking amazing game. That I'm pretty sure gets really underrated because everyone's like, Zom, Ocarina of Time. And not only Zom, Ocarina, but so many people discount it because of its graphics. Yeah, that's about the, shell, the cell shading, which I actually like. Self-shading? I really like <laughs> self-shading. Your brother's a whore. I really I love like self-shading, like a lot. I love Toon Link. Uh, I, I like his look. I loved it when they did Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. I like. I loved those games and that, the look of them. Yeah. Uh... That's why I like having Toon Link in Smash Brothers. <laughs> like, he makes me happy. This is completely related to Zelda, but I wanted to give an honorable mention to Tomb Raider, because that game was really fun. It was really good. It was probably and the most pure fun I've had this year in terms of a game that was just... And it was like Lara Croft has huge boobs. boobs. Everyone loves Lara Croft's boobs. Especially the original pointy version. Not the beats the original. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Nothing beats the original Tomb Raider. I yeah. mean, the, that... Uh, those Madonna boobs, that's right. And the movement in that game was just phenomenal. <laughs> but that was a, a really fun game. Like, Tomb Raider and Last of Us and Bioshock were the three I was trying to decide was my favorite of the year, but that was really fun. I hope they do a second one. The candy toy lock seeds really need to have an off button because I keep playing with it and accidentally hitting the button. <laughs> with yeah, my thumb when I press it. Whoops, I, took, I pushed the button again. Fuck. I took, I took Don Gree to work a couple of weeks ago. That was fun. That was oh, a thing. <laughs> Like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. I don't know. People are looking at me. What do you mean? Oh, shit. Oh, Don Glee is. What the fuck are you looking at me for? I don't know why my your... pants just said Don Glee. <laughs> it came from your pocket. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, sir. But you never seen talking pants before? <laughs> why, pants why like pants... running around saying dangly. God, leave me alone. Why's your pants singing Never Give Up? I don't know. Never give up. Come in like the goodie dawn. Dongri arms. It says greed on so stupid. <laughs> greedy don. Like why is it like six syllables? <laughs> Alright, uh are we moving along? Yep. Am I reading this as like fa- like how do we like as favorite and least favorite or how, like, how... Yeah. I wrote mine as best and worst, but whatever. Like... Okay, next award will be the best and worst. Toku show of the year. Uh, I think everyone's got the same answer. Pacific Rim. Oh, wait, that was a movie. Uh, 
Kevin, you start off since we're doing the rotation. Um, my favorite uh, would have to be Choryuger because it Ramirez. <laughs> no, I'm just hearing Aristotle in my head saying, "God damn it, Ramirez!" Every oh, time he shows up, I like there's just so much about this show that I like that for me to explain why I picked it as the best would probably take the next hour. But suffice it to say, just having all these characters and dinosaurs plus Ramirez, it, it there's just so much I love about it that I can't not pick it. Uh, least. You know, it's it's really hard for me to decide between Wizard and Megaforce, and here's why. Both are overly predictable. <laughs> Wizard, because we've done that formula literally four years in a row, and so the fact that we did it four years in a row just pisses me the fuck off. And then there was just no motivation at the end. I think Haruto had like four backstories as to why he wanted to give people hope. <laughs> uh, Phoenix, that that's enough said there. And then Megaforce, really, those guys' writing is just god-awful. And Do you see any tears? Or pillow lips? Yeah, I see I the w- lips right there. I want to punch right. Those are right. damn sexy. I want to punch Troy right in the balls and go, let me see some tears, motherfucker. And... And then uh, he would just keep saying, do you see any tears? He won't stop. <laughs> trust me. Even when he has the helmet on. Yeah, it, it, and then that's, that's, that's hard for me because I'm like, well, you know, on one hand, here's Beast with his mayonnaise and the donut shop guy saving Wizard. And on the other side, I got Robo Knight and his rapping saving Megaforce. So it's it's pretty close to tied for me as for worse. Uh, I don't know. Let's Let's see what these fuckers picked. Um, I just want to say real quick, after listening to last year's awards and hearing that none of us picked GoBusters at all, um, I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> GoBusters didn't air that much this year, though. It really was sort of a, a 2012 series. That's why I didn't uh, pick it. So I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm not picking it this year. The fuck year. did we pick, Akiba? <laughs> I did. I still have Yeah, Akiba. all of us yeah, picked Akiba, we picked Ranger. Akiba Ranger. To be fair, um, Akiba Ranger season one was really good. Yeah. yeah so I, 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 just, I just wanted to mention that uh, had I been in my right mind or whatever, uh, I don't think you need any of us to like – reiterate just how much we love go busters i just want to put it out there that if uh i don't know if it fit it would definitely have an award here uh and i i do think now looking back even with akaba ranger season one which was really good i do think go busters should have won yeah at least by vote i hate pass me So well, I, I just think, wanted to put that out there. I think Past um, Us went for that more so because it was like a surprise. Yeah, I was just going to say awesomeness, that. as opposed to like at GoBusters, we came off GoKaiger, which while not Wait, being super awesome, Ke- what did Kevin vote? Because had he watched it at that point, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I watched it at 
but by the time I got to uh, Morphicon. I don't know timelines. <laughs> but but yeah, it was, it was it was more of I guess a surprise, not knowing how it was going to be, being a parody, and then it just mind fucked us by like, changing the script six times and grabbing the ending crawl. We're grabbing the giveaway crawl. And, and then I got confused because Kevin's like, haha, I watched it actually. And then he ran off to Louisiana. I couldn't even confront him. Because, <laughs> like, his plane was literally taking off in 15 seconds because it took us, like, three hours to get to the airport. <laughs> and I had to pee really bad. So it was he, just. He was running like a bitch in the car the entire time. <laughs> I walked out of the moving car to go to the bathroom. He did. <laughs> you weren't there. Fucking whore. I heard the stories from your mom. As for my actual pick, though, it was a toss-up between Kyoryuger and Garo Season 3. So naturally, I picked Ginga. <laughs> I forgot Ginga was a thing. Can I change my uh, answer for worst show? <laughs> no, because then you can uh, steal mine. Back off. And mine. <laughs> but Brian, no, you're going to uh, take it out later. It, it was tough because Kyoryuger has given consistent enjoyment since it began. Um, I, I really do love it. But I really like Garo Season 3. And it it seems like it's so underrated now. Like, there are a lot of people who really didn't like it very much and really quit. Like, Brian mentioned uh, multiple times while we were uh, discussing the series this year that people seem to quit. <laughs> um so I I think I think it was a really good season. I think it turned out really well, and I think it deserves a lot more credit than a lot of people seem to be giving it. You know, I don't follow the show, but whenever I see anyone talk about it that doesn't like it, they seem to have the reasoning as they don't like it because it wasn't the original show. <laughs> that that's the reasoning most of the time. They're like, oh, I don't like Koga or Koga Ryuga. Koga was the first one. Um, because he's horrible, and I just get really upset because I I was in the same exact boat for my favorite. Um, I ended up giving it to Kyoryuger because of how consistent it was, but uh, like the the third season of Garo was really good, and whenever I see I see so many people, the majority opinion is that it was awful, and it makes me upset because it it added so much to Garo's lore and it's already a show with pretty deep lore as it is and I just I really like the way that everything turned out and it wasn't too horribly paced and I just really enjoyed it uh, like I said I did end up giving it to Kyoryuger but uh, you, know, you know I sat there the other day and downloaded the entirety of, of TV Nihon's subs for Garo mm-hmm. Like, 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 literally, like, I sat there, clicked through three pages of all their Garo things that were not movie trailers, and downloaded them all, uh, so I can watch them hopefully soon. I'm sitting because I sit here and I'm listening to this fucking podcast, and every podcast has a goddamn Garo's corner. Those and all these like, <laughs> they have some weird fucking budgets on that show. Goddamn, it has some boob budget and what the fuck, Dawson's <laughs> budget. budget, and all these fucking weird budgets. I don't know how they got that shit going on. Naked <laughs> fights with. Gokai Silver. I'm like, what in God's name is happening on this program? I'm like, I need to go check this out. Just shit out. I'm like, God damn. Uh, Brian's um, gone. Get some raw steak. 
as as for um as for my worst i i think you can guess it was it was gaim no it was it was ginga uh, like, who's the other g i i, I, uh, I honestly <laughs> forgot that existed yeah dawson That's... reminded me of it the other day god damn it welcome I, I guess that's assume- good because otherwise I would have ended up picking probably Wizard, which I I kind of don't. I always feel bad picking on Wizard, even though I I do kind I of agree that was somewhat subpar. But <laughs> yeah, Ginga definitely deserves <laughs> that vote. Like it pisses me off because it was so predictable, and that's why I get pissed off at Wizard. Because but I don't think it deserves to be called awful. It was a solid show. Like if you were to watch it and not having watched the first three series, it was actually pretty good. It's well, just it was we better were than it. It. Well, that's why it was it's... the worst of that fucking year, not worst of all time. Well, I take offense to this. <laughs> I just see Wizard get a lot of hate, and it upsets yeah. me because it doesn't get nearly as much hate as Forze, which was actually awful. The yeah. character never well, had I, a true I... reaction. <laughs> Which, if you listen to our best and worst of 2012, it may, we all overwhelmingly picked Forza for worst. <laughs> uh, and so then proceeded to hate on it for 20 minutes. While Brian's munching on some steaks, I'll give mine a pick. <laughs> masturbating to raw meat. Um, <laughs> Beating his meat um, to meat. For my best, I did pick Kyoyuzhu as well. Um, you know, without going into all the reasons we kind of gush about it every week. The main reason I decided not to pick it over GoBusters um, was just because... It's sort of like a Keeper Ranger. It was a surprise at first that it ended up being so good. Like after GoBusters was so good, and we heard that they were trying to make it a little more normal Sentai, and I loved the designs and everything, but I thought it was kind of going to be like Go uh, Goandra with dinosaurs, and I was yeah. just pleasantly surprised that it ended up being amazing and just another year of good Sentai. So that's why I picked it. Um, I, and- I do have to completely agree. There is that. We- we did all go, this is GoBusters, this show is fucking amazing. What are they doing here? Especially knowing that they are going back to, like, they want to do dinosaurs and shit again. And then they do it, and we're like, oh, this shit's fucking amazing. Yeah, oh, son of a bitch. Now, that's, like, every year I get more worried that the next one's going to suck. Because yeah. we've been such a good streak for, like, three years now. That's yeah. kind of where I am with Tokyo right now. Like, I'm not hating on it uh, by any means. But uh, it, I, I do see so many people who are like, it's like Goanger with trains. I don't know why people have this obsession with comparing everything to Goanger for some <laughs> goddamn reason. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think it was, it was just because it's silly. We have while. had two really good years. Three, three really good years. So I don't know. I feel like. We're bound to fumble. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought with with Kyoju was going to happen. Well, um, we all we all know that you know n- nothing can beat Gokaiger, and hopefully this show will be better than the disaster that was GoBusters because GoBusters is just the worst Sentai ever. It had zero ratings. Um, They're actually negative ratings. I don't know how that's even possible. <laughs> I picked Ginga for my worst also because I, I enjoyed Wizard and. I I enjoyed parts of Mega Force, and I was actually able to watch it. And again, I just quit after episode two. I think Brian, how was the steak? Delicious. Okay, good. It's weird that I could tell that Brian came back by his breathing noises. <laughs> I didn't even hear the breathing. So well, my my issue with Ginga is the fact that I had I had such high hopes for it because it was my first Ultra, 
and it just ended up being so awful. And, and the vinyl finger, co- finger, figure it, concept was really cool. It, it yeah. was Brian's first time, and he was disappointed by how bad it was. I mean, he'd heard good things about this activity, <laughs> and then he had his first time, and he was just completely let down. Yeah. Also, Ginga. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever I saw it mentioned on Twitter, I thought someone was watching Ginga Man. So that's also another reason. Yeah, it what, confused the fuck me. Happened to, what the fuck happened to that? That got stopped being subbed all of a sudden. That was a thing that was going, and they just kind of like walked away. Ginga Man? That's how yeah. a lot of the subs happen. They got like, like 35 episodes in, burped, and walked away. <laughs> They're like, we'll get back to that. Never happened yet. <laughs> All right, it's time for the next category. Oh, shit. Category Ace. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next up is Best and Worst Toku Mover of the Year. It's like announcer light. (laughs) It's been drugged. (laughs) I was was laying down and wasn't prepared. I had to get the computer. For Best, did anybody not pick GoBusters versus GoBusters? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like... We're all pretty unanimous with the best. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm yeah. pretty sure we all picked the same for least too. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, go busters, go busters. That, that that was just such an yeah. awesome. I, oh, I loved that thing so much. I still just thinking about it. We'll laugh thinking about Green Hippopotamus's death scene <laughs> and Hiromu's <laughs> overreaction. Ah, he's grabbing. <laughs> it was just so great. Oh man! I liked how Jay just went along with everything. Like he has no place in this universe whatsoever because he's from like the normal timeline. But he's just gonna go along with it. Fuck it! I'm part of this Dopotsu Sentai Go Busters Silver Stag. Let's do this. Like he's just all for it. Like just like how he knew how to do everything like automatically. (laughs) Like Jay is just awesome. Anything involving Jay makes my balls happy. Um, you know, I was watching an episode of the, of the... I wanted to mention this earlier. Classic. I forgot. I was watching an episode of Go Busters the other day with, with a small child, and, and the buddy roids came on, and she just gets all excited and goes, Daddy, you have those? Because <laughs> my figure are just sitting in the front room on the shelf. I was like, yep, I got those. It was Usada and Gurasaki. And I was like, see, you recognize my stuff. She likes Go Busters. I'm like, that's good. Although whenever Gavin came on the screen, she just kind of walked away. <laughs> I was like, that's what the audiences did in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, as for least, um, it's kind of weird because this year, uh, as opposed to last year, I, <laughs> I uh, got to watch all of them with you guys. So the act of watching them was enjoyable even though the movies themselves sucked (laughs) so it was kind of harder to determine whether or not like which one I disliked more um and I don't know I feel like I have to I I might have to give it to ultimatum (laughs) instead of shits (laughs) because it had Inazuman in it and I respect that Wait, didn't Shits also have Inazuman Man in it? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Shits. <laughs> it was the last 20 minutes that I hated where everyone just started showing up. It was People Show Up, the movie. Um, I gave mine, actually, to uh, the Hurricane Returns movie. 
for worst. Really? Um, yeah. You hated the kid. You hated the kid. Well, I mean, the more I thought about it, I really didn't like it. Like, I was kind of happy to see everyone return just because I like Archangel a lot. Just, just say it. You like Sure. He was part of it. I hate children in general. But the plot was stupider than shits because um, Sosuke steals this discs, the discs from the Hurricanes as ransom for this kid. But he, they need the discs in order to essentially turn this kid into a monster. So he's essentially being stupid. It was stupider than shits plot. And the whole ending fight was weird. It just wasn't a very pleasant experience. I, I, Aristotle kind of made a good point about when you watch it with other people, it makes it funnier because you can riff on it. But Shits kind of was an improvement over uh, the original one. They had a smaller cast that interacted. They didn't have any petty fights. There was some actually really funny interactions, and I really didn't truly dislike it until the last 20 minutes when everyone started showing up. Awesome. He called Sheravan a candy wrapper. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> The facial expressions alone. I mean, you had guy in the movie. Daigo was trying to imitate him. So, uh, not Kota. Um, Beast got called mayonnaise a couple times. It was it was a it was a gay old time. And Dawson does hate the gays. Uh. Yeah, I do hate happy people. <laughs> uh, I gave it to shits anyway because principle of the matter. Yeah, um, well, I mean it, it's not a. Good movie. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I agree that Ultimatum was really awful too. Um, and I didn't watch the Hurricane one, so I have no idea. Um, that was I enjoyed the Hurricane one. It was fun. Did the Gavin People movie get... come out this year? No. Yes. No. We watched no. this year, though, didn't we? Or did it come out last year and we watched it this I year? I think it. I think it yeah. came out last year. Well, that movie was awful too. It was fun to watch, though, because we just got to make fun of the fact that water can't touch Kenji Oba. And then he just kept bursting into scenes. <laughs> he drove a truck through a scene. It was hilarious. Uh, that was uh, terrible, though, the movie in general. I, I don't know what my answer is, because I don't know what movies I've actually watched. <laughs> That's not a lie. Like, I've... I forgot about Ghostbusters vs. Ghostbusters until they all said it. I don't know what movies I've watched this year because I know I didn't watch Shits yet. I didn't watch Ultimatum yet. I didn't watch Gavin. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm behind on the movies. I just know that that Ghostbusters thing was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer for this question. <laughs> and since I'm also the announcer, I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Kevin's you're the just, person telling you to wrap it up. You're so just he's telling it to your, himself. You're just doing your announcer voice, only you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the next award is for best and worst new show, not in the category of Tokusatsu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you want yeah, to figuring out how to say that? You kind of didn't last time because we all had the same answer. Or do you want me to? Uh, yeah, I'll go. That's all fine. Right. Figuring out um, how to say tokusatsu in that voice is not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I this was another one I kind of had to struggle with because I there weren't a lot of new shows and I didn't want to give it to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that makes Batman sound worse than it is, but I don't feel like it deserved either category. <laughs> Um, it was but, just in the middle being the most okay Batman show ever 
luckily, I, I did watch a few anime, so I decided against my better judgment to pick them. Um, so my best was uh, Sunday Without God. Almost entirely because it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, very, it's a very beautiful looking show. Um, and the initial premise really did intrigue me. It was really interesting what it was trying to set up with uh, this world where uh, death was no longer a possibility. Everyone was everyone was sort of alive, um, and no one could ascend to heaven. Basically, what happened? Basically, the whole premise from episode one was one day God said, "I, I screwed up. I'm sorry," <laughs> and. <laughs> And he essentially closed the door to heaven and nobody was allowed to die and nobody was allowed to be born from then on. Uh, And it's basically just, it it goes from there about this little girl who is a gravekeeper in a world where people don't die. Um, It's a weird little show. I thought it was kind of interesting. And while it's not perfect, it is really charming in what it tries to do. Um, and none of its flaws were aggravating. Um, as for least favorite, and people are not going to agree with me on this one, uh, I, I've decided that I can't stand Samurai Flamenco at all. (laughs) Um, I know a couple weeks ago I said it was just kind of mediocre and not a complete waste of your time. It kind of is. <laughs> I, I've watched more episodes since then because more episodes have come out. And it does feel like it's wasting my time. It feels like it, it, it's just kind of completely dropped whatever plot it had. Um, there's no resolution. There's no, there's no more interesting character growth or any, anything like that. It's, and it's not even that funny. It's just dull. There was one one joke in the most recent episode because they decided to spoof Sentai now instead of just Common Rider, um, where this guy formed a Sentai team, but he told all of them that they were going to be the Red Ranger. So they all come out with in the red suit. <laughs> So it was kind of funny where they all kind of come out and they start doing their roll call and then they realize that everyone else is red and they just kind of get really depressed. <laughs> and that's funny, but they use that joke for the entirety of the episode. And it stopped being funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I got to give it to that. I know it has a a surprising fan base. Um, but I, I just, I can't get into it. It's not a good show. I'll keep that in mind. Um, I was in the same boat in that I had no idea what to pick for favorite because... <laughs> when are you guys going on these boat trips without me? <laughs> I love uh, boats, I'm sorry. Do you take too many vacations? <laughs> That's all awesome. Um, because... Most of the shows that I either started watching this year or kept watching all debuted 
years ago or Brian's last year. Brian's favorite show is The Office. Uh, <laughs> um, so I didn't really know what to pick. I picked up no new anime this year either. So I, I was really just sitting here going, what the hell did I start watching? Um, I, I figured I, I could give it to, to Dan Ball. Uh, Wars at least. Um, and the only other show that I could give it to would be uh, the fact that I started watching Precure this year. Those are literally the only two shows that I've watched that are new this year. So I'm just going to give it to both of them. (laughs) (laughs) They both get best and worst new show. (laughs) Congratulations, you two. (laughs) So that was the... That's my stance on that. The least I just picked... uh, Pokemon, because... Oh, I thought you meant you picked both of those for best and worst new show. No, I picked them both for best, because... That would have been funnier. I didn't have... I picked, I picked X for best, and I picked Y for worst, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I like both of the shows pretty equal, so... I just went with it. But seriously, like, the, the Unova Pokemon anime is awful. It is, it's easily the worst. Uh, out of an anime that's, like, 90% boring, that managed to be the worst... <laughs> And so, I mean, I'm strictly talking about Unova and Beyond. Because that's the one that started this year. Yeah, even though the others were equally as awful. Yeah. But like, actually, mean, this one, this yeah, one was extra awful. Yeah, it was because it was all filler. I just thought about that. At least the other one had gym battles and stuff. Um, okay, so I'll go next. Um, I think I had a little easier time because I watch a lot of TV. I don't know if anyone's noticed. So I tend to pick up a lot of new shows during the fall. Um, so I gave my best one to Sleepy Hollow, which is really, really good. And it was a really big surprise because it was under my radar. Like I sort of knew of it, but I really didn't care to check it out. And I saw an ad for it one day, like a week or two before it debuted. And I thought, well, I got a free hour. I'll check it out. And it ended up being like amazing. Like it's really good. And it's sort of reminds me of Buffy in the sense Plus, not similar because Ichabod Crane isn't a female vampire slayer, but in the sense of just like this sort of supernatural kind of creepy monster plots that has like a really interesting mythology behind it, but also is like really funny um, and has some like really clever dialogue. Like, I love all of the bits where Ichabod, because Ichabod's from uh, 1770s from the Revolutionary War and he got awoken, and um, his bits where he's like acclimating to society, which is exactly what the Jew Rangers should have done. And there's just some really funny stuff that comes out of it. And it's a really good show, and I, I definitely recommend it. Um, for my least favorite, I give it to Marvel's Agents of Boring. Um, I was really looking forward to it. And now I, It's not a terrible show. It's tolerable, but I kind of despise it just because of how much I'm not enjoying it. I don't really like the cast. The only thing I'm there for is to find out why Coulson's alive, but now I kind of hate Coulson. So after I find out why he's alive, I want him to die. Because he's just a goddamn name dropper and really boring. Um, and the only person on the cast I like was the character that J.T. August Richards played, who played Gun on Angel, because he was on Angel, and he's not even a main character. So, I really don't like that show. <laughs> Kevin, you can't fall asleep during an award show, bro. <laughs> Kevin, come on, son. <laughs> You're the announcer. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. 
<laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I guess we'll move on then. Uh, Kevin's drooling on the podium. It's awkward. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that voice. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, just try to make yourself sound important. Uh, hold on. I, I actually didn't look at what the category was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and for our next category, we'll move on to the least. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> favorite and least favorite Toku hero. Did you just hold your nose? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Sorry. I, I can't do a nasally voice. <laughs> Sorry. Like, yes. I just picture it. My favorite part of the whole podcast so far. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my, my turn to start now. Um,. For my, I didn't actually give this category too much thought. Um, I ended up giving it to to Nito because he's amazing. Like I, I just, I love how random he is and the mayonnaise thing, and just his mannerisms in general. I really like, and I, I wanted to give it to a Kyoriger because that's what I picked for my favorite show, but. Uh, like I like them all so equal that I couldn't really pick one, so I just moved to. I, I had to give Wizard a little bit of credit since I didn't pick him for anything else. In fact, it, Wizard's pretty much hits the negatives and all of this, so uh, I had to give him props somewhere. And like I said, I didn't put that much thought into it. If I actually did, I might pick someone else. But that was my first instinct. For least, for least, I just picked Amy because her song is awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's legitimately the only reason I picked her, because of that fucking song. Oh, our song made it better by making basically turning Amy into a dude. <laughs> that was fun. Um, for mine, for best Toku hero, since I didn't pick Ghostbusters for my favorite series of the year, I picked a Ghostbuster, so I picked Jin because of his death. Um, it was just a really nice, like, heroic death scene, and it was, I like that he stayed dead. It always sounds bad, but I like when they commit to it. And it was one of the, the probably the only death of an actual Sentai Ranger that I actually felt sad over. Like, everyone's like, Brian, the feels. I'm like, yeah, I felt hungry. All that shenanigans. The guy was an idiot. But I thought Jin's death was really well done, and uh, I wanted to give it to a go buster. And um, my for least favorite, I picked G. Gavin because he's still around trying to make Gavin happen. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about G. Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard time picking least because I like pretty much all the people that were in the shows this year. I I had a hard time picking both, to be honest, just because, I don't know, I didn't feel like there were quite as many standouts. I, I liked pretty much... Like Brian said, I like all of the Cure Uger. Uh And I like Beast, and I actually did like Haruto, but I don't know, I didn't feel like anyone was necessarily a standout. <laughs> so I, I had a bit of trouble. Um, you know what? Let's go with Haruto. I actually don't mind Haruto. I'm not as big of a hater as 
other people seem to be. Haruto <laughs> was a good hero. He protected people's hope. Yeah. Me. Um, I, I could definitely say some negatives about some of his backstories, specifically the soccer thing, which I didn't well, yeah, think was necessary. But he played soccer. You um, couldn't take him seriously. <laughs> but I, I felt like he was he was a good common writer. He he fit the bell uh, just fine. He, uh, I, I really don't know what what else to say about him. I I liked him. Um, as released, it's Ginga. Fuck Ginga. <laughs> Fuck everyone in Ginga. I forgot about him. I picked Ginga for my least favorite Toku show, and I forgot he was a thing. I, I picked Ginga because his face. <laughs> Seriously, the dude looks like a pedophile. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it says something that by the time I got to what two categories down, I forgot he existed. <laughs> um. So that, that's unfortunate. But yeah, that was actually a pretty good pick. It was fucking... But yeah, move, move. <laughs> move along. Move. Yeah, okay. move. Kevin, you're drooling on me now. Move. <laughs> <laughs> like, shrug Kevin over. Uh, <laughs> uh, nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> favorite and least favorite Toku villain. <laughs> Turn to start. Okay, um, for favorite Toku villain, I decided I also kind of wanted to give Wizard props, and I decided to give it to White Wizard. Um, I actually really liked him as a villain. I mean, his sole reveal was predictable, but I liked, A, that his situation was kind of like Long's in the fact that he sort of manipulated this entire conflict and revived something that was sort of long dead. Um, and I like that he was sort of relatable. I mean, obviously I don't have children, but I like that his motives, you could sort of real, understand why he was doing it. He wasn't one of those, like, oh, I just want to take over the world or make more of the species or just be evil. He just wanted to, you know, get his daughter back and he would do anything to to make it happen. And I just thought it was kind of nice to have a villain that was sort of humanized. Oh, yeah, least favorite. Yeah. Um, Space Shocker, because they exist. <laughs> That's literally what I wrote on my document here. Seriously, get, Shocker was already terrible, and then you put it in space. Shocker is a terrible villain group. <laughs> they lost like thirty years ago. Um, I I actually did have White Wizard as well. Yes, um, pretty much for all the same reasons you gave. Uh, he he wasn't like an overly conventional villain. Uh, and you you could really understand his motives. He he wanted to save his daughter. It's simple and it worked. It worked for the series. Um, and I, like he said, I I enjoyed his his little arc. I think we could have probably gotten to it a little quicker, or maybe you just brought White Wizard in earlier altogether. But uh, um. Yeah, I I enjoyed White Wizard as a villain. I, I really did. Um, moving on to the other final wizard villain, Gremlin. <laughs> I don't like Gremlin. I don't. He's my least favorite for the year. Uh, I loved his reveal, I like, though. Creeped the fuck yeah, out of me. <laughs> the reveal? Great. It was. It's one of those... Few moments in in Kamen Rider Tokusatsu in general where it's like, oh damn, 
I was not expecting that. <laughs> like, said it uh, chilled on your spine. Yeah. Just the, the, it had a great reveal, but I don't, I, I can't stand his character. I can't stand the whole hello thing and this, like, attempted extravagant little imp thing that he was. I, I just felt like we, we had that much better with Enter the year before. Um, and it was just, I've seen that character done better, <laughs> is all. Um, I, I did want to give a little bit of a shout out in terms of favorite to Endorf, just because uh, I, li- I really like Endorf. <laughs> He just wasn't around enough for me to actually pick. <laughs> he, li- he literally just came back. But I, I like his whole shtick. I, I like this whole, uh, you, I hate you so much that I have a headache <laughs> kind of thing. It, I dig it. It's really cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. I, for my favorite, I actually picked Tose from the third season of Garo. Shit, I forgot about Tosei. <laughs> he was such a fantastic villain. He like, was. You have this entire show where all these villains are these crazy fucked up monsters. And here you have this guy that's just a fucking prick. Like, that's the entire thing. It's just he's an asshole. And it, it, it was so good for that show. And he he played off the the morals of the knight's so well. He was like, well, I'm a human. You can't hurt me. Ha, ah, fuck you. And they really couldn't. And it was just terrific. And I really liked I liked his his downfall too was played really yeah. well. <laughs> where by the time we're at the last episode, like, he literally is just nothing anymore. And so I, I had to <laughs> hand it to him. I, that was like the first thing I thought of and I was really glad I did. Oh, um, I feel I feel so stupid not thinking of Tosei. <laughs> He's such a great villain. Oh, such a skeevy little shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this year's our awards is like the year of forgetfulness. Like, there's like four or five times where I said, oh, yeah. Like, you, you forgot about Ginga, and I can understand forgetting about Ginga. I, uh, I am so ashamed of myself for forgetting about Tosei for villain. Uh. Like, he needs, like, a, a day to be honored. <laughs> the biggest dickhole villain. Um, <laughs> contrary to what you guys said, I actually picked Fueki as my least favorite villain. <laughs> um, it's uh, no secret that I did not like him at all. And, well, I agree with certain things that you said. Um, I, I just feel opposite about them. Like, the fact that his, his game was so obvious, I didn't like. It was obvious to us, but not the characters. (laughs) They were pretty clueless. (laughs) They were written that way. This is true. (laughs) I thought the whole him stabbing Medusa thing was pretty shocking, though. I didn't expect that. I didn't, like, I didn't find it shocking. I thought it was stupid. Well, it you could be both. backstab your most loyal person. Like, she could have been helpful later. You could have gotten know. your coffee. 
I mean, like, literally, he could have said, like, jump off a bridge, Medusa, and she probably went, okay, and jumped off a bridge. She probably wouldn't have died. So it wouldn't have mattered, but... <laughs> but it, so it would have been funny I, to watch. I do want to say that, uh... Wakey's... Wakey's, uh, method of becoming a phantom... That pissed me off, too. It was just, oh, I did it with science. <laughs> like, I know he was, like, a bioengineer or something like that, but still... There's so many questions behind that. Yeah, they could have answered a couple of those. <laughs> like, his, his methods were awful, and... Why are you magic? Science. Science. <laughs> what? <laughs> those are supposed to be the opposites. Um, <laughs> and I don't... I, did, I really didn't like him, and... I mean, I understand the motivations, like, oh, I love my daughter, I need to make her alive again. Like, just suck it up, deal with it. <laughs> she did. She did. Move on. I don't. I'm, that was my asshole pick of the of the award show. Like I, you know, I had no sympathy whatsoever for this man. It's funny because I've been listening to old episodes, and uh, you were not this down on Wizard. <laughs> and the hatred has grown. Time, time yeah. passes. Well, and it. I become. We we hit, we hit the phoenix arc and <laughs> it it pretty much spun out from there <laughs> like, and phoenix i, was I don't break. blame you for for hitting that that phoenix death so arc and just being like, it was kevin did someone kevin? someone just fell off my shelf but i don't know who oh. <laughs> i thought maybe something happened to my kevin. headset popped out <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> so this is what it sounds like on the outside of a vagina <laughs> what? I don't know. Because <laughs> you sounded different, so I don't know. Hold on, I want to go see what it was. No, come back. You can't leave in the middle of the podcast. Watch. <laughs> oh, what's the next category? Squeaky. I thought we were. <laughs> Why not? Okay, uh, this one's a little special. Uh, we're doing it just for fun. It's our favorite Chenix moment of 2013. It sounded like devastating. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> that was good timing. <laughs> what, what was going on? Aristotle just said our favorite Chenix moment of 2013, and you go, it was devastating. <laughs> It's true. Almost every tweet is devastating. It was so hard to pick. Erisa, why don't you kick this one off? Uh, jeez. I, I hate to go with a really recent one, but I love the Hermo thing. And how it's is hilarious. It, how is it not Hermo? Like- <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, anything you tweet me, Chenix, is... It's hilarious in some way. <laughs> I oh my god! Earlier today, we were talking about Pluto for some stupid reason. Like the um, dog. Oh, or the I brought it up. Um, no, no, Pluto the planet. Okay. And you, you were like, uh, I think you were saying something like, "Why'd they take it away?" or something like that. And I so <laughs> wanted to respond. Uh, it's still there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not what you meant, but it just 
I don't know. The way the way you phrased it made made me think. Does Chenix think that they removed Pluto? <laughs> I loved a conversation I saw the other day between him and Chris where he tried to say right, like the R-I-G-H-T one, but he spelled it R-I-T-E, or W-R-I-T-E, and uh, <laughs> Chris just goes, oh my god, Chenix, are you doing this on purpose? I was dying. Because like, I mixed up the right several times, and it was great. Um, the one I picked... Uh, was the one when uh, he was actually having a conversation with Brian, and he said we should throw a party. <laughs> I loved that one. Uh, yeah, that one was so good. Uh, <laughs> this is a segment dedicated to making fun of someone. <laughs> oh, we we do it because we we like genetics. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you supply us with a lot of a lot of good material. <laughs> <laughs> but we we do it out of love, not out of spite or anything like that <laughs> you'd, you'd know if we if we hate you if we hated you we wouldn't give you a category in our award ceremony that is that is just true. well kevin might but <laughs> we wouldn't <laughs> do you hear that kevin's hating you in his sleep right now <laughs> that was brilliant oh, oh wow Okay. Um, next category um, are is you know favorite toys, and they each have different subcategories. Uh, so favorite toys from Power Rangers. Ryan, you want to go first, yeah. Kevin? Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Kevin's favorite category. Wow. Um, I had to give it to the Legendary Morpher just because the Ghost and Morpher was last year. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I picked it. Was last the Ghost Mor- Morpher last year? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I, I think I got mine on Christmas Eve. Oh. Because mm-hmm. we had to get it from Amazon. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, if if it would count, I'd definitely pick the Ghost and Morpher over the Legendary Morpher. But there just really wasn't anything else in the Megaforce toy line that really stood out. Like the like I mean the Mega Blade was the obvious choice for a samurai. And I mean the, the American version of Ghost the Ultimate was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I have to give that a hand, but um Morphers always kinda went out for me, so I had to go with Legendary Morpher. Um as much as I hate to give it to anything MMPR, I'm going to give it to the Legacy Morpher. I thought about that, and I thought that was a cop-out answer, so I moved um, on. <laughs> well, kind of the same reason you had in the sense that nothing really stood out. Like, I like the Legendary Morpher, but I don't like it as much as the Gosei Morpher. So, and like, there was a, a bunch of pretty good toys this year, but nothing really stood out like the Gosei Morpher did, and I thought, that was a pretty quality toy. As an honorable mention, I want to give it to the Baby Ranger Keys, because they've at least made me somewhat excited to collect Ranger Keys this year, after <laughs> having to deal with them forever. I mean, Japan needs to pack their keys and go, but here, uh, they're, they're pretty adorable, so. Aerosol's favorite is, I can't think of a funny one, so, <laughs> there goes that bit. Um, my least favorite? Um... I just wrote any cycle, but <laughs> but to, to single one out, the Ultra Dragon cycle, because it is literally the most useless thing you could buy from that line. 
Like, it comes with a header that you could get with the repaint of the gun. The cycle is basically useless, and the figure comes with his total shit. <laughs> so, there's nothing worthwhile in that entire setup except a promo card. <laughs> That's it. Um, for mine, I just gave it to cycle figures in general. Um, mainly, actually, the, literally the figures that are on them. Like, it's kind of unacceptable. The figures, I mean, people always say they used to be so much better at making the toys. I mean, but in this case, it's not like using the Japanese molds or something. We used to have awesome cycle figures. Some of them used to just pr- pretty much be the same as the 5-inch figures. My Lightspeed Rescue 5-inch figure of Red is the cycle one. Cause it's the same exact toy, except his head doesn't light up. So, I don't know why they even think kids would think that's appealing. Um, I mean, the, the cycles with the headers on them was kind of a neat way of doing it. Um, but in terms of the actual figures, they're awful. Uh, especially the Super Mega Force ones look even worse. They're just like a blue block with a little visor. Yeah. And even the red one's blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next category is favorite and least favorite toy from Super Sentai. Um, I can actually answer this. Nope. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, um, my dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> All of the cure you germac that I own. Uh, I was going to go classic the... and say Grandpa Tyranno. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. Those are the only cure you things I own aside from the the batteries, obviously. But uh, yeah, I like them. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I do not have a least favorite. <laughs> um. For mine, for favorite Sentai toy, I gave it to the Gabba Revolver. It was kind of a toss-up between that and, like, Mini Tira and almost a lot of any, anything else. I almost gave it to Karyujin just because it was, like, the first mecha to sort of have, like, morpher-level functions. But I just love the Gabba Revolver. It's got a lot of different sounds, and I love the way that the, the batteries work with it, and it just looks fucking awesome. And I just love it in general. Um, least favorite, I gave it to Sent- Sentai Judenshi because I really don't like them that much. I thought they were kind of bland and boring and just not nearly as exciting as lock seeds. Dorian. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite, I ended up giving it to Gabutira de Carnival. Because Mini Tira is adorable. It, is it actually makes the Sentai Judenshi somewhat worth it. Yeah. And it's just, it's got so, so. many sounds in it. Um, between different carnival formations and all the different attack noises for each different Judenshi. And the victory and the maximum, and um, it's just got so much going for it that it, it was a pretty easy pick. And it's not to say there was really anything bad in the Sentai line this year. My least favorite, I picked the Mobuckle just because it was my least favorite Kuroyuji toy. Oh, I forgot about that. And like, it's not like it was awful. It was just it's a buckle toy. It's, yeah. It doesn't do anything. I can see that. Um. So I, I mean. Th- Kyoryuji was such a fantastic line for Sentai because the mecha were good, the the gimmick was fun to collect overall, and the the fact that it had function in the weapons and the changer and the the mecha was I think really kind of original because none of the other ones really did that. Yeah, and, and so I dig that. I guess it kind of wraps that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the next category is favorite and least favorite toys of Kamen Rider. What? I was not expecting the next. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm starting this one. 
Uh, I picked for my favorite the lock seeds in general, like no none in particular. Um, I, I liked some of Wizard's toys. I think the Excalibur is still a really cool weapon. Um, but the lock seeds are by far the most fun I've had in a rider gimmick since Guy Memories. And they're so absurd and fun. And I love them a lot. And, like, the rider ones are good, too. Yeah. It's not like the fucking medals. Or switches or anything like that where the rider ones were just really stupid. But these all make really unique sounds while using the voices from the uh, gimmick. Just like the guy memories. So I, I really dig what they're doing with the lock seeds. Um, oh, sorry. Your least favorite. Uh, my least favorite is <laughs> the Drago timer. That thing is a piece Oh, of I shit. forgot about that. <laughs> Fucking A. Another forget thing. I think I'll change my answer. <laughs> um, what did you uh, have? Uh, the the beast magnum thing just because oh. uh, the hyper magnum like I don't hate it but uh, it's just it did the least wait okay what's your, what's um, your favorite but, but the Sengoku driver okay um like it's kind of I almost put Loxies in general I think I picked that for my best overall but um I I love the way that the Sengoku driver like you said, the, the Loxies are just a lot of fun. Uh, I love the fact that you slice a lock fruit open. And I like that the, the Sengoku driver is like a combination of both styles. Because sometimes you'll have the belts where the gimmick does noises or the belt does noises. And this one, you kind of have a combination of both. And there's like all these things working between the Sengoku driver having noises and the lock having noises. And then different noises depending on which faceplate. It's just, I thought it was really unique and... Same thing you said. It's the most fun I've had since Guy Memories. And I almost kind of like the Loxies a bit more than Memories. They say the names of fruit. It's hilarious. (laughs) Banana. And uh, I'm switching to the Drago timer. I forgot how much I hated that. But I was trying to think. And, like, the Hyper Magnum was okay. It looked okay. And I really didn't hate it. But out of everything from Guy and Wizard that I have, I just thought it was the least fun until I remember the Drago timer. (laughs) God, and it was such an annoying thing to review, and it was unnecessary. Uh, Just wait till the the next driver. Yeah. At least it doesn't go on as long as the Drago timer. (laughs) The Drago timer is like 60 seconds of torture. Especially if you use it with the actual wizard belt. Okay, so the next category is uh, favorite and least favorite toy. Uh, shit. Um, <laughs> toy so, shit. <laughs> it's SH Figure Arts. Yay. Uh, um, well, obviously, this was the year where I decided to sell everything. So this is <laughs> kind of a difficult category for me. This is the farewell year for Brian. Um, Cure You Red, because it was a really great figure, and it was one of the ones I kept. Because I kept all the Sentai ones. <laughs> um, Makes sense. Glad you cleared that one up. <laughs> to kind of expand past that, um, the D-Arts um, Pokemon are really cool. I don't think they're really great figures, but the fact that we're getting articulated Pokemon toys I think is neat. I like that Venusaur had more articulation than Blastoise. <laughs> like, I yeah, didn't anticipate it, but then he's got like a bunch of leaves and sperm things that come off of him, so that's fun. <laughs> Like they look like sperm, seriously. Stupid sushi banger. Well, 
Um, there was, to, to, but expanding it a little bit further, um, <laughs> there's really, just really good Tomachi toys this year, so I have to give them, give them credit for that. Like, a lot of things they put out this year were really good. But uh, strictly talking figure arts, I definitely had to go with Kyo Red. I know a lot of people were having problems with it, um, the, the wrist joints breaking and stuff, but I haven't had that problem with mine, so I love it. <laughs> Least favorite? Um, one of the ones I sold. Okay. I, <laughs> Any of them? I I didn't put too much thought into least favorite because, um, uh, Bulkin Red was last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think you gave it to me last year, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it was. It. Then I'll give it this year to Bokken Black and Bokken Blue <laughs> because they're the same mold and they're awful. Um, love Bokken. <laughs> Not like Chief. His name's Chief. Um, okay, so for mine, for favorite figure art, I actually picked Hurricane Red. Um, there was a lot of really good Sentai figure arts this year, and the G-Ranger ones are also really good, but I really didn't want to give it to one of them. And I like Hurricane and I just like the figure. I was trying to think of like a Rider one to be a contender, and there was some good ones this year. Like All of the Ryuki ones and like the Deno ones are really solid, but nothing really stood out because it wasn't anything we hadn't seen before. Like When we first got the couple of Ryuki figures and Deno when they were really good. So there wasn't really anything stand out for Rider this year. Um, for least favorite, I gave mine to Rearranger. <laughs> uh, I was really disappointed in him. I was pretty hyped for it because... I always liked his helmet and his suit, and we just watched Die Ranger, so I was looking forward to having stuff to represent it. Um, and his head's just so big, and I've had problems with his loose joints and his shoulders, and he's just so awkward, and it was just such a disappointment. I think, technically, the wizard figures might have had a worse mold, but I was more disappointed in Rearranger than I was them, because I had higher expectations. Okay, so the next and final category is best overall toy. Um, this is when was, Kevin said your mom. It was, <laughs> it was really hard. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> to to pick between Loxseeds and Gabutira de Carnival, but I ended up giving it to Gabutira, uh, just because dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> like that was really my only main reasoning is. Because it was one singular toy that had so much going for it, as opposed to like the lock seeds being like an entire gimmick line. Um, not to say that like, the Sengoku driver and the lock seeds aren't great. I think they're probably just as good as Gabutira, but um, I had to give it to the little Minitira because he's awesome. Oh, I already kind of gave mine away, but I did give mine best overall to lock seeds just because I think it's really fun. I think it's just. A unique thing, fun sounds, and just the fact that the little fruit loxies in general is pretty unique, and I just really love collecting them, and I really want to get that damn Beast Band-Aid one. It says Mr. Mayonnaise, for God's sake. That's amazing. <laughs> Mr. Mayonnaise. So cool. Um, least favorite, obviously, the Drago Timer, because honestly, fuck that thing. Like, seriously, just yeah. fuck it. Hardcore. I can't believe I forgot about it. Yeah, I think I'll give it to that too. Robotic wall breaking penis or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And that about wraps it up. That's it for our our 2013 awards. We insulted people. We put people to sleep. We forgot things. (laughs) 
It's pretty normal. Just another day in the office, really. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Insults, snoring, and forgetting things. No. Huh? So, I never I never thought of a joke. <laughs> Make it like a really lame one. I almost John hurt myself. Oh man, that was a funny joke there, Brian. Ha ha ha. Best joke in the history of the podcast. It elicited fake laughter. Ha ha ha. Ho ho ho. Santa. That's already. <laughs> Santa has left the building. Because it's time for damn ball, damn ball, damn ball time. Damn ball. I don't know. I was just trying to think of something clever. And then I just said something damn ball. You've just gone Kaido Jean. I thought about it. Or Seladi Kleisla. Then he turns around as an old man. Oh, fuck. What the hell is that thing? Uh, Get it away from me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're at the end. No more tiny robots. I wish I hadn't been watched all of Double in 20 minutes. I would have had something to watch when this was done. I kind of key for that one. That's going to be a code word for watching something really fast. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's the end. Brian so lied. I said there was two episodes, and then it was like the end forever. We're never coming back. Well, I I was told thirty eight. It was actually thirty seven. So, and I just kind of assumed because of that dot wanderer kit or whatever he's called. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dot, dot wonder. <laughs> it was just kind of setting up like one of those episodes, like The Office, where it sort of ends and then the next part of it is like a year later. And I thought we were gonna maybe see him returning to the school, you know, with his cape of wandering, <laughs> his little LBX. No, I it it's gotta be from somewhere. Let me I, let me check and see if like well, the wiki shows anything. It's got to be setting up for something, though, because Jin said they were going to go meet, presumably, Bond. Apparently, what what I can tell by the guy that does the subs, uh, that the, the Dan Balsanke website is having this thing where if you send them in pictures of LBXs, and if they get a certain amount of pictures, then they'll do a final episode. Uh, but <laughs> Otherwise, they're not going to, I don't fuck? know. Exactly. But, were they like holding their series for ransom? <laughs> this you is guys just send like, us enough pictures, and we'll give you that final episode. <laughs> you know who's behind it? Tiny Orbito, <laughs> <laughs> or Orbit Gum. I'm not sure. Uh, it's something with Orbit. It sounds like one of the plots to Damn Ball. <laughs> They're holding it hostage. There's a great intelligence of some sort. Uh, not the great intelligence. He tried to super mega force Gokaider's timeline, but then Clara was like, nope, lawyered. Or Clarid. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yep. So, the last episode, um, it was pretty decent. It was kind of anticlimactic, I thought. Yeah, it. Dan Ball does that sometimes, <laughs> See, like, where it builds up something really cool, and then, like, the last episode is just, like,. It just ends. Although, to, I also thought it was anticlimactic, though, just because Doubles was kind of climactic in the sense that it was really heavy, like, the, the threat. Like, it was a giant robot. 
and like they were all trying to work together <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> well, I know, but this one it was just a like a robot. Well, yeah, but it was like destroying shit. And this one, like, Sennett is just like, ah, I'm an evil little prick. And he's like, Sennett's like, I don't need my arm. I don't give a fuck. And then just starts punching him, and that was the end of it. But like the last one, kind of had everyone working together, aiming their digivices. I don't remember what happened, but like it was really kind of. It was a little anticlimactic, but the threat seemed a little more looming um, than just, you know, Celody and his little USB or his little SD card that makes him young. I don't know. They didn't explain it, did they, or did I miss it? His, no, he his, just kind of got electrocuted once yeah. his little LBX was destroyed and turned old. Was that part of his overload? Or I'm so confused. <laughs> he did that thing before where he turned off the monitor mons <laughs> and never true. explained that like was it just really advanced overload like I thought there was going to be like a monologue you know a villain monologue where he explained it but he didn't like a chip just flew out of not phantom and then he was old see dot blaze is an LBX made by harness and Danville Senki Wars it is a strengthened version of dot phaser but currently it's only in the video game oh more. Well, okay then. <laughs> Mystery not solved, just like um, Celity. But I, I do agree with Awesome. It was kind of anticlimactic. Um, yeah, I don't know. The whole series itself feels anticlimactic, unfinished. It, it it felt rushed, but at the same time, I don't think there was too much more they really could have did you know i thought that before we knew it was ending i thought they were going to end this arc and then possibly go off like kind of like um the other series did and then go off into the next storyline and possibly mm-hmm. do like a hybrid or something i don't know between the battles maybe go venture out into the world a little bit i don't know something i, um, I also have to say uh this was not a very cheery end either it, it, it wasn't like outside of everyone not being dead, which was probably kind of something obvious. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, glasses Except dude for... still lo- like lost his dad. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> the oh, yeah. Uh, what's his face? Kaido was taken away to jail. Oh, it's yeah. just like and oh they yeah. They didn't show whatever. his face. Like, could they not get the actor's <laughs> face back? Oh wait, you draw him. Is this the same problem as Tracy? Well, <laughs> and then he like. They mentioned how he sent he sent Bunta a text, <laughs> and it, all the text said was, "I was wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I'm That's sorry. It. I guess <laughs> it's all like in text speak. Like J.K. It's all Chenixed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I hurt you, Pooh. <laughs> frequently spells you U P U. And then and then Alada was like, you know what? War is bad. I think I'll stop it. I think I'm going to grow my hair long and become a vegetarian. <laughs> well, it's funny because of how much they're like, let's keep the school open. Yeah. All right, let's go plan it right now. Sits down 10 minutes later. Guys, I think I want to go. <laughs> I thought it over in these last nine minutes and I'm like, you know, I just don't want to do the whole school thing. <laughs> it's just not for me. And he was like the leader of let's make a dual academy. You know, get Jaden and Slifer Red and Obelisk Blue and Raw Yellow. Get Cyrus. You know, it'll be great. And then we'll randomly go to a different dimension and get really weird. 
<laughs> of his GX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, yeah, and Celadine's going to old man jail, I guess. Old um, man jail? Yep. You mean death? Like- <laughs> no, it's called, it's called a nursing home. They just keep you in there and they steal your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else happened? Well, you know, he left on the boat and Kaidojin was like, let's go meet people. And I hate to be that guy, but I was really actually hoping we would see some of the people from the last series. Just solely because I'm curious what their aged up design looks like. Yeah, uh, apparently if we get that episode, we'll see Bond, so. It'd be nice. That's at least one. Uh. But yeah, just... If if this really is the finale to the entire franchise, not just this one series, it's kind of underwhelming. It is. <laughs> That's just... why I like. I'm really upset because Brian I'm, sounds angry. I, I, <laughs> I don't mind that like the franchise is as of right now finished, but just, just ending on like this, it it, it feels like. It should end on like a, a grand scale movie or something better than the ending of one show. In terms of a satisfying ending, the ending at, at Double would have been fairly satisfying if they had never done Wars, because that was kind of the culmination of everything they had done. This right. one was like they they wrote a chapter and then decided to just stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I gotta. I gotta give Wars a little bit of credit for wanting to try something different with the whole, like change up the formula and everything. Uh, uh, I liked it. I'm just thinking, yeah. like in terms of ending the whole series, especially like with like yeah. the ending montage where it's like this is the end of the show, and and it just felt like such an odd little chapter, like notched on to the end of Gamble. I'm just speaking overall right now. It's just uh, I like that they did something different and tried to change up the formula and everything, but. I like I said, it feels unfinished, which is weird because, like Brian said, there's not much more they really could have done from this point <laughs> with the school and everything. Because you know the school's wrecked, a bunch of students are either gone home because their parents don't want them in the psycho school, or you know they're in jail now. Serious <laughs> <laughs> <series> ended great. <laughs> The the freaking principal is still kind of a crawler. Like, I never did get to know much more about like a lot of just the background behind the actual like oh sorry <clears throat> like when the school was established because it's just like oh yeah we established it to be a proxy war and. For whatever reason, we have to use this dude's body to power it. <laughs> there was like no follow up to him; they just whisked him off screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, we just, know he died three seconds later. <laughs> it's just like, well, I don't know. I feel like if we didn't have to shoehorn in terrorists again, then the school itself probably would have been the big climactic moment for the series. Trying to. You know, trying to, I don't know, overthrow it, do whatever, find out the mystery. But I don't know. I feel like the mystery of the school just kind of fell to the wayside while we dealt with Celity and his merry bandits. Um, (laughs) 
Chiquito. <laughs> you know, I was half expecting the whole time for it to be revealed that he was somehow tied to, I always forget its name, but the final enemy from Devil that was like an artificial intelligence. Um, I can't remember his name. He was created by the Adam and Eve program. But I kept half expecting him. Yeah, I kept half expecting him to be like actually Mizzle or related to it somehow. I, I just I don't know. I was just expecting that type of twist, or he was Bond's dad. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just kept expecting something because everything kept coming back to a certain point in in uh, Danball where it would sort of all revolve around the same origin. So I kept expecting that to happen, but no. Selvi was just a randomly pissed off fuck who had a plan that yeah. made no sense at all. His whole plan was, I don't like war, so I'm going to rule the world to get rid of it. By making like, more I, wars. I don't think that's how that... Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just... You know, other people have tried to do that. And they've failed terribly. I, I feel like if if any of these terrorist groups ever picked up a history book, <laughs> they'd realize just how terribly wrong they are. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the Kaido Jin dramatic name. Imagine years from now, Kaido will come over to Bonds for Christmas and just walk in the door. Kaido Jin! And it's just a Christmas gathering, but he still says his name like that. It's hilarious. I do want to give props to Celity for being the only person smart enough to use a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> in the whole series, he's the only one smart enough to actually have a gun. <laughs> it's funny because there's so many times like that in the original show what was his name Kazu the one with the dreadlocks yeah uh, there was like a scene where they were trying to stop the snipers in the original series and he was like three feet away from this LBX and he couldn't get Hunter to work I'm like just step on it <laughs> like he's like oh man I can't stop it Hunter's not working I'm like dude you could just go step on it like a little bug or just pick it up and be like who's a little destructive robot you are <laughs> it was so ridiculous <laughs> It reminds me of like when I'm trying to get the remote without getting up and I end up putting more effort into a plan to get it without getting up. <laughs> uh, like here, I'll take this used shirt and lasso it and then put it over here. Uh, so that's funny. But I, I kind of had hoped it, continue, it would continue just because I have been enjoying watching it and you know getting the toys and stuff. It's kind of become one of my regular things. Yeah, I, that's why I really hope that the line continues, even if the show doesn't. I mean, which it is. It doesn't seem I don't to be know doing how far, but because you know they've, they've obviously been making the kits, and they seem to sell pretty well on Amiami, and they've been making video games. So if if it wasn't doing well, they wouldn't continue. And like I said in my ramble, I think I, I wouldn't be too surprised if the video games continue, uh-huh. um, and therefore the kits continue based off of things from the video games. Um. But I still stand by the fact that I would love to see a a, a Yu Gi Oh esque season with basically just tournaments. Although yeah. Yu Gi Oh doesn't do straight up tournaments, they'll do a tournament and then they'll do some really weird like Pokemon movie plot shit, <laughs> where like they're like, "Oh, the card's hurting my penis," and it's like really dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's one thing I loved about the first section of GX when like they would make fun of like that stuff like Jaden was laughing at this dude for talking about the shadow realm I thought that was pretty funny <laughs> he's like oh you'll die in this duel Jaden's like come on bro elemental heroes that was pretty much Jaden um, but I, I, I would... do like 
Oh, sorry. Go, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I do like what Brian was saying. I would like to see a, a more Yu-Gi-Oh-esque season where it is mostly focusing on tournaments yeah, instead of more of a terrorist or, arc. I mean, you could still have one, but I like the tournaments. I like we can the still have terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, speaking towards like the the whole games thing and stuff like that. Heck, that happened with a lot of other series. Metabots is still going on in Japan. Yeah. It's just the game series now. Um, so, yeah, they definitely could still continue it. There's... But I definitely agree about the, the tournament thing. I, I would have liked to have seen like a fourth series that maybe took place down the road that wasn't really that connected to anything. And I thought it would have been neat to do like a hybrid where you have like the classic battles where they're like texting it. And then maybe some sort of based off of wars where it's sort of objective based, capture the flag, or even just straight up like team deathmatch, but like they're controlling it from pods. Just because I thought that was kind of a cool way of controlling it as opposed to the texting. I thought it would have been neat to do a hybrid like that. And I think that's probably why I think out of the three, the original series is my favorite because it was a pretty good balance between sort of like that Yu Gi Oh type tournament thing and then some plots. And, and the plot was. Probably a little bit more or less crazy than doubles. Doubles kind of got all over the place a little bit. Um, a little but bit. I, I, well, yeah, but it was really fun to watch because like shit kept happening. Oh, except for that cosplay tournament. But like, <laughs> but shit kept happening. And um, Dan Balls I mean, wasn't like the most mastercrafted story, but the, the original series had a more just kind of easier plot to follow, and I thought it was pretty well done. And like, double took a lot of focus off the tournaments. I mean, we had that cosplay thing, the the their equivalent of the world tournament or whatever was wasn't really a feature uh, as much as it was in the first series. Um, yeah, um, I I think uh, hi Bella uh, <laughs> that the original had a little bit of benefit of being a little bit more structured. Double was structured and then like. A part ended and then a new part began that was loosely based off of the original plot and then it, it, it that one didn't last that long so it just kind of started and then ended and that was it like it, it it didn't seem as structured as the first show did so yeah and like the whole i was entertained by it but the whole last arc with measle was kind of seemed tacked on like they could have ended after the adam and eve thing like honestly i i would like to know a little bit behind the scenes of that because it kind of was uh, um cuz as far as i know that was a video game plot from uh, the the double video game that they translated into an arc of the anime for a reason i'm not sure of so i i'd kind of like to know the the behind the scenes of that because like it it really was tacked on like for real <laughs> Yeah, because it felt like everything wrapped up, and then that felt really sudden. And the ending episode was pretty solid in terms of like a sort of satisfying conclusion. But I mean, everything was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that was one thing that because I, I did enjoy Wars. I agree with what you said in your ramble. It's probably one of the weaker one, and it'll probably my least favorite, just because um, you know it seemed unfinished. But uh, Wars had a lot more filler, like. Uh, I just mentioned Double and the original series moved at a really fast pace. I think maybe the first five episodes of Dan Ball 
was the slowest, like, as you're getting introduced to everything. But after that, like, you rarely stopped. Like, you just kept going <laughs> from tournament to terrorist event to reveal, unmasking. And then I think double was pretty much the same. I think the only time they ever sort of slowed down was that cosplay tournament and then that one random doubles tournament. But that was still, like, a part of the plot. But that it moved so fast, and Wars spent a good chunk of time just kind of, you know meandering which in a way was a good thing because it got you used to like what the life was like there before the reveals came about what the wharves meant i think a lot of that also has to do with them staying in the same place all the time yeah they didn't get to go to country a <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, the original series and Double both moved around a lot. Or at least I assume Double did. Especially, Double um, had a plane, so they were everywhere. <laughs> they were in, like, um, Egypt and shit. <laughs> but, but they got to be big... Egypt and not Country E, but that's not fair at all. <laughs> but this series was a lot more uh, focused on a central location. So, and it was kind of a drab location, to be honest. It was, it was all A lot of browns and... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. the The whole series itself did not was not as colorful and bright as the previous two, mostly because of the war aesthetic, um, which I I don't I don't mean as like a detriment towards it. It, it fit its purpose, but uh, it did make the whole thing feel like it was moving a lot slower, and there were times where it was like. Okay, we could probably pick up the pace a little. <laughs> like that one episode where they were in the junkyard just fighting, like, scrap parts or whatever. Well, heck, there were a couple of episodes like that one and the one where they found a they found uh, ba- uh, Bond's dad's diary or whatever. <laughs> the bookstore and one. Like, that didn't amount to anything in the long... And then I became a mod, and then I was fine. And... Yeah, it just there were a couple episodes where it's just like this this isn't going anywhere at you all. Know what my my least favorite one was especially now that we've seen it beginning to end that didn't matter at all was that one when they randomly focused on some characters we've never met before. I, I think I think Aerosol skipped that one if I remember right. I Him. think that yeah, because there was one where you said I didn't watch it, and we said you don't need to. Like it was out of the blue. They just focus on these people, and then we never really heard from them again. It's like that one like Nigerian kid that, like would just stand up and explain shit, and we're like, "Who the hell are you? When did you get here?" There was a lot of focus on these characters that just didn't really matter, which I mean isn't awful, but when you have such a large cast. <laughs> Spending time on the characters that don't matter as opposed to the characters that do. Like, there was some key characters in Wars that didn't get a whole lot of focus. Yeah. And I think the whole thing with Kaito kind of falls flat because you don't <laughs> give a shit about Kaito because you don't really know anything yeah, about I him. Yeah, I just recognized him. That was it. I it was ridiculous because they had just as large a cast as Double, but Double was two series worth of amassing that little group they had. Because you had the, the first series building up throughout the whole show, and then you introduced a handful of people through the beginning of Double. And sure, they didn't all get amazing focus, but you kind of all recognized them. You knew their names. I still don't remember like the main characters' names from this. There were so many people, and they all had distinct looks. You got like Fat Lip Kid and... 
you know, the guy with the butler and glasses and the girls that were just <laughs> random. Um, Hikaru always looked like a girl. Or was it Haruki? I don't know. See? It they had two similar names. Haru. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I... It, pretty much exactly what Brian just said. I was actually thinking about this uh, earlier while not watching the show. Um, <laughs> that that I, I really should care more about some of the other characters that are being fo- focused on more so in the last few episodes, but we didn't get any focus on them. Like, every so often the camera would focus its shot on them. <laughs> But that's it. Like, they didn't say anything. If they did say something, it wasn't important. Um, yeah, instead we get episodes where it's like, hey, this is Harness. You know? <laughs> Here are these fun new characters. <laughs> but n- <coughs> this show is killing me. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, but even those characters were nothing more than well, one of them was a tie-in to the previous series, and all of them were just a way to get Jin into the <laughs> series, into the, you know, into contact with the main characters. You know, to be honest, I really didn't care that much about any of the main characters either. Um, I really, I didn't hate yeah. Senna, but I never really liked him that much. I liked Bond quite a bit. I more don't like Senna. Um, Like, nobody in any of the series was that, that, like, amazing character development. But I liked a lot of the people in the original series. I liked Bond. I liked that he was the most generic-looking anime protagonist I've ever seen. He had, like, the most normal hair. I loved it. I'm like, everyone has crazy Yugimoto hair. And he's got, like, a normal bowl cut. And so, I I don't know. I liked him, and I think, like, the whole dad searching for thing helped you sort of connect with him a little more. And I liked Jin, his little story from being a little shit to joining the heroes. And I I liked... uh, uh, Maraku, but he just kind of felt like a poor man's Kaido Jin because he had like the same story. He had a purple LBX that was against the main protagonist, and they became BFFs. <laughs> I mean, I liked him okay, and I loved his LBX designs, but he just seemed like a really poor Kaido Jin. Yeah, um, like Sunna got plenty of focus throughout the entirety of the series, um, but Hikaru and Haruki really didn't like you get to a certain point in the series and it's like okay i don't really know anything about these two other than hikaru was supposed to be senna's rival or something when they came in or he was like being a little antagonistic but nothing really came about yeah uh it but and then haruki is supposed to be this great commander and he got one moment to shine when they were kind of compiling all of the like classes together but even then there's no build up to it it's just like yeah they had a few good episodes towards the beginning of the series and then they dropped off because we had to focus on other stuff and that other stuff didn't end up mattering too much and you know that's kind of uh Haruki and Hikaru was kind of the same situation as Hiro and the other girl from Double, that they were literally just there for me. They're, they were so basic and boring. All they were there to do was form the Megazord with Bond. There was like a lot of focus put on them, and we were told that they were important a lot. But it didn't really feel like I really got to know them that well. And I felt like, you know, Kazu and 
Oh, fuck. So many names. The other girl from the first series were more important Amy. just because... Yeah, it's an easy name. <laughs> because they kind of, in the first series, sort of put a Yu-Gi-Oh-ish... Uh, um, what's that? I'm trying to think of the word. Damn it. Yu-Gi-Oh-ish. I wanted to say essence, but that's not the right word. Yu-Gi-Oh. Importance, I guess, on their friendship. And, like, they weren't spectacular characters, but you sort of had personalities and you sort of felt the friendship between the trio. But Hiro and the other one were just kind of like Hikaru and Haruki. They were just there to be the other two characters that have the LBXs for the show. Their LBXs were mem- more memorable than them. Like, I, I never really particularly enjoyed either of them because I always just felt like they were replacements. Yeah, they were. Like, oh, my friends are kidnapped. Better get new friends. Oh, look, they have colorful hair. And they're like, oh, Hero's really important. He's got powers, but we're never going to tell you why. And his mom's missing, too, so he's also relatable. Do kids in Japan just lose their parents all the time because it's so crowded? Like, <laughs> like they just, it felt like a replication of Bond's story. And I didn't hate him, but he was just kind of there. And the girl was, poor girl, like, she just got Minerva Kai. Oh, we got Minerva with some blue parts. They get three new LBXs and... There's no more Megazords. Um, but that was kind of the problem. So as you can tell, the, the franchise has a lot of flaws, but we yeah. really like it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I like how it's Aerosol funny because I, 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 you know, after I said what I said just earlier, um, I started to feel bad because I feel like I'm picking on the show. When in reality, I like Damball. I like yeah. watching Damball. I don't want to pick on it. <laughs> it's just got a lot of things wrong with it. <laughs> I, I like how Aerosol put it early on when he and I started getting into it, is that it's kind of, part of it's a very superficial interest, is we kind of just like seeing the robots fight. <laughs> it's a very annoying Pacific Rim argument, but I do. I, I do, it's nonsensical as a plot where I really did enjoy the first two series, and even this one, like... Uh, in a way, it kind of reminded me of when I watched Fies, except I didn't feel like killing myself when I was done. <laughs> and the fact that Fies had a really good um, pace in the sense that it, it kept you want it, wanting to watch. Like, the next episode after the next episode, they had a really good structure of that. And that's why I watched the first two series so fast, is they, they had a pretty good pace of that. Even this one, um, when it got into the thick of it, like it, it moved pretty well and it kept you very interested. So, it did good at that. Um... Speaking a little towards the sort of superficial aspect of it, did you guys notice how the uh, the animation quality increased in the last two episodes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we had some, well, I'm just saying, we had some uh, great fight scenes, yeah, they really which we, were, haven't, really we haven't gotten in a little while. <laughs> there were some pretty epic moments, too. I think I mentioned last week, like, just with the, the cool fight going on, and they had some really epic music, like, looked pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, when I say animation quality increase, I don't mean, like, drastic, yeah. but it did, like, <laughs> to a point where I, I I could notice, like, oh, hey, this looks a little, just a little bit better than normal. <laughs> <laughs> they paid a little bit more attention to the details and action and movement and everything than they usually did. <laughs> 
I hate that one of my little complaints is that we didn't get to hear the attack function noise a bunch in this series. Because, like, I'm, I hate that I, I love, like, belt voices and shit. I'm such a sucker for that crap. And, like, I loved all the attack functions that would happen, like, 15 times an episode in the first two series. And it would happen maybe once a month for this one. And I'd be like, oh, boy, he's going to do a Hisats function. It was like Christmas. I like the voice. I wish that I had a toy when you press the button, it would do it. <laughs> Such a kid. <laughs> um, I, I do have to say, even though uh, Wars is probably my least favorite story-wise, it's probably my favorite in terms of robot designs overall. I had some of my favorites. The, the kits were certainly the best. Yeah, well, I mean, the kits have had time to really yeah. grow and uh, get better with time. So that's, that's why I really wanted to continue, because they've... The the Wars kits are are easily, like, some of the greatest, most affordable kits I've ever built. Yeah. Like, I'm granted, some... I don't really have that much experience in model kit building or anything, but... Like, I liked a lot of the robots from the last two series, and I think my favorite ones might be Odin, but, they're, like, in terms of, like, an overall, like, casting all of them, I enjoyed um, Wars a lot. I liked all of them, the ore veins and the ball divers and the, the dot phasers and Gunther's I, I wish I wish they would have done a little bit more with the whole, like, what they call it, action sack or something like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Multi-gimmick sack. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wish they would have done a little bit more. Like, it had a few more that had kind of varied weapons. But, yeah, I really like the kits from this season. They, I don't know, I feel like they have a little bit cooler of an aesthetic going on with them. Yeah, I, I, I like them. Randomly thinking about it, I just have to say that uh, Super Mega Force robot armor, the the Super Megaforce version, not the Megaforce version, looks like a really lame Gunther Zelfer. <laughs> I'll have to look at it again. I... I think it's the pirate head. When you think about it, Gokaio is like a really lame Gunther Zelfer. <laughs> I like how you got pirate head out of the whole Russian thing. Well, it looks piratey to me. That's what it always looked like. It looks like he's Blackbeard in pirate form. I mean, Blackbeard is a pirate. <laughs> It's like saying, he looked like a ninja in ninja form. I mean, like in robot form, I meant to say. I don't know. I, I always got that vibe from him. That's part of the reason why I dig him. I do like Gunther's Ulfer, though. It's a pretty neat toy. Yeah. What the hell am I putting together now? Is <laughs> there something wrong? <laughs> Dot Phoenix is just like a bunch of guns strapped to a plane. <laughs> Like, that's all I've been building is guns and plane parts. <laughs> Just in terms of design, who do you guys, who's your guys' favorite from Wars? Um, I kind of got to go with what I'm building right now, Blastrazor GX. Just because, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I know you too well. Because <laughs> I really like Dot Blastrazor, and I like the, the moderate transformation gimmick. Uh-huh. And now he's red and has planes and stuff. And there's, uh, no, there's no LBX trains, so I have to go with planes <laughs> as my next, <laughs> my next thing. Uh, I like Orvane and Trivane, actually. I don't know why. They're, I just really dig it. Plus, Trivane has three cannons. <laughs> His hands are cannons. <laughs> don't need no fucking hands. <laughs> Bitch, I got cannons. <laughs> He's like, fuck hands. We'll just skip a step. <laughs> I mean, part of it's part of it's a 
kind of the same reasoning behind Brian. I, I really like the color green. Um, <laughs> and I, he feels like a robot you would see in a war. I like his... I like his gimmick. I love the big like turret that comes down with Orvane, um, and his little missile launcher hammer thing. <laughs> Whatever the hell it is, it's awesome. It's badass. Drops parts. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm just surrounded by little plastic runners everywhere. <laughs> Don't lose anything. I'm trying not to. I don't want to be like Orvane and lose his little club piece. <laughs> like, oh, you don't want to make that sniper rifle. <laughs> R.I.P. club piece. I'm kind of sad that I put up my um, Super Mega Blaster review and I forgot to put R.I.P. Gokai Green Key. Because my, <laughs> not the American one, the Japanese one got chewed up by my dog. And, of course, I appropriately picked her up and gave her kisses. <laughs> I can't get mad. I can't get mad at her. So whenever she like gets one of my things, I'll just like pick her up and like give her hugs. <laughs> it's because she's got such a cute little face. <laughs> um, but I don't know how she got it. Like I had it downstairs for the review, and then I brought everything back up, and she like snuck into my room at one point and got it. She's done that a couple times. She got like a Cyndaquil plush I had at one point. Um, what else has she ruined? Oh, she got, like, my the decayed uh, complete form card from the numbers pad card. So, she's pretty cute. <laughs> but, but, like, I wasn't really mad. It's, it's, it's not like it's completely unusable. But And I was thinking, oh, I have two of these. I got two Gokai guns. I'm like, oh, yeah. Blue came with the gun because they forgot how to be smart. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty funny. I don't know what it reminded me of that. Oh yeah, the RIP thing. So I was thinking about my Gokai Gun review, where it says Gokai Gun like it lasted a day. The anniversary that's coming up in March. <laughs> oh, how time flies! Yeah. You didn't give your favorite kit. Oh, um, I don't know. Oh. It's kind of a hard one. Right now, I'm kind of partial <laughs> to, to to Magna Orthus a little bit. I really dig him. Ah, oh, that's really good. I forgot about that one. He's staring at me in the face. I, I still haven't picked him up. You need to. He's a really cool kid, but just in terms of design, I, I really dig him. It, it's kind of hard because I, I dig a lot of them. I'm also kind of par- partial to to the whole Dot Blasterizer and Dot Phaser line. Just cause I, it sounds Kevin would totally attack me if I said this. I like white things. <laughs> <laughs> White's my favorite color. Like I like like <laughs> like like the Drago Ranger colors or the Omega Ranger colors. I like those kind of. Playoff cheese awesome, you braces. <laughs> Stop putting juice in the oven. <laughs> Jesus, they didn't even say anything. I'll just tell Kevin hello and he'll say that to me. <laughs> hey, Kevin, how's it going? God, stop hating on Jews. Kevin, damn it. <laughs> yeah, you cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, that's. When is Ramble Time coming back? I mean. <laughs> What's what's oh? There's a bunch of stuff coming back next week in terms of primetime shows. I think uh, Revolution comes back next week. Does it? Hmm. Thought it wasn't coming back until February. No, there's. I was looking at oh. IGN's return schedule. <laughs> Shut up, Brian. Stop being so mean. <laughs> um, I don't know when Turtles is coming back. Pokemon's January 18th, I believe. If I remember, I think Kiefer said February, early February for Turtles. Okay. Um. I know a bunch of my stuff comes back next week, but I don't think we talk about it. We might have community if people are good friends. You owe me for not getting me the Black Megazord. 
there's a bunch of them all over Mandrake. You're over on Mandrake. <laughs> it still doesn't change the fact six seasons in a movie. Um, there's Marvel's Agents of Boring, but I'm probably going to stop watching that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Damn Ball's obviously not coming back. <laughs> we need to find a new anime to watch. <laughs> We could talk about like the meaning of Zetman and how it changed our lives and disturbed us. I, I saw the DVD of like Zetman Volume One at Walmart a couple weeks ago, and I picked it up, and stared at it for like twenty seconds, and put it down and just walked away. Like I just thought about. I my did God. that too because I seen I seen Excel World and Zetman at Walmart. I'm like, I hate the world. <laughs> Just walked away. Like, Zetman, that was the show where the guy's girlfriend turned into the giant tick from that episode of Ben 10 when Cannonbolt debuted. God, that show was weird. I still don't know what I think about it. I liked Excel World. Uh, Well, maybe something interesting is starting soon. Or maybe we can just watch Gundam with Tiny robot. <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me to watch that. Isn't that just like Danball with Gundams? <laughs> but it, it's better because it's Gundams, not Danball, because level 5 sucks. They don't even have Kaido what? 10. I, I legit. Exactly. Oh, hell no. I, I legit seen that. Aw, oh, someone's going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> That's a serious threat, too. Aerosol's done it before. I, I love level 5. Oh. I think it was Linksara. They don't even have Kaido Jin, so they got nothing. You don't got Kaido. I, you don't have a Dawson. Is this plug in? Or? No, you plug in. Okay. Oh, we've really got nothing. This is like the worst <laughs> drop. We've managed to talk about Dan Ball and random things for forty minutes. So good. Oh, I got one more random thing. You saw me tweet about this the other day, but how annoying is it about BBC rearing the end of time? Also. I was because I watched like thirty minutes of it. Because before I left for the day, I watched that. Oh, I watched that. I don't know if you guys watched it, but the fucking a. I can't even. I can't remember anything. But it was that movie about the first Doctor. But I like, haven't it, watched it yet. It was I pretty good. Recorded. And I was thinking, I wouldn't be mad. That dude did a good job. I wouldn't be mad seeing him actually try to do some actual Doctor stories about the first Doctor. Because I can't watch that shit. It's like in black and white. It makes me nauseous just thinking about how old it is. <laughs> But, like, I would love to see them do some specials with him as the first Doctor, because he did a really good job. And it was just pretty interesting to see how everything was made and, like, the start of everything. Like, when the Daleks used to be mutant humans and the start of the TARDIS and everything and uh, regeneration. And, like, there was the, his final scene. It was kind of neat um, where he was filming his regeneration scene and he just kind of had his hands on the console. And then he looks over and sees Matt Smith. I don't think that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of neat. I'm like, I wonder if that dude, when he got the part, did he know that one day he would be Matt Smith? <laughs> I don't know. It was a pretty neat movie. But anyway, I watched that before I left the house. So when I got back home, uh, I still had it on BBC. So I turned it on. The end of time was on. I was like, God damn it. And I watched like 30 minutes of it. And now it's just, every time I watch it or any portion of it, I just... It's so much of a train wreck. You just have the master eating like snack foods quickly, eating a whole chicken. The doctor's mopey. <coughs> the food's everywhere. Uh, Wilfred's like, "Blimey, you look like a cactus." And I, re- 
realize that that was two hours. He got two hours. Why didn't Matt Smith get two hours? He needed it more than David Tennant did. They wasted time for two hours. I felt like there was 30 more minutes that Matt Smith could have gotten because there was a little bit more I felt could have been padded out about Trenzalore and whatnot. And David Tennant, it did seem like they were wasting time a lot of the time. He spent like half the time strapped to a dentist chair. I don't know. I'm like, you wasted a lot of time on this nonsense shit. I was really upset. Not that I didn't love David Tennant, but it just made me angry that he didn't get the equal amount of time when I thought he had a, a story I was more interested in hearing. <laughs> just let me rant? No rebuttal? This is supposed to be a discussion, not Dawson goes you, on a tirade. You want us to rebut that? Or review? Or say something other than making it seem like I'm a loon. <laughs> just went no. off. Well, I, I agree. I mean... I've brought that up countless times about how BBCA shows end of time for well, I just, like no reason sometimes. Well, I was just talking about the fact that he got more time for his special, and I'm kind of upset about that now that I thought about it. Yeah. Didn't... Cause well, I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, because I obviously didn't follow it back when he was airing, I watched it on Netflix. Didn't There wasn't there like a year of time where his, all of his specials aired and there was like no series? Yeah. Was um, series and then there was like four specials. For that year, there was only uh, the... Shit, now I'm blanking on the names. Waters of Mars. But it was just the, the... Yeah, Waters of Mars, the one that Night came of Living before, Dead. <laughs> uh, the one with the like sand planet or whatever. Yeah. And then... At the two end of time episodes. That's all that happened for that entire year. So he got quite a lengthy little. I mean, he technically got more years, I think, because he had that. But he got a lengthy little goodbye stretch there. I just thought that it would would have been nice for Matt Smith to get those extra thirty minutes because I was kind of interested in seeing the stuff on Transalor, and I wasn't really interested in the storyline they had to make up so that Tenet could regenerate. least somebody said something. It just seemed like I all of a sudden went off the chain. Well, no, it's just now that's just reminding me of how messed up Doctor Who's scheduling can be sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's really dumb. Yeah, it <laughs> I, is. I, I do kind of hope for a, a more coherent schedule this next season, though I'm not entirely sure if that's going to be true or not. Season 7 was split up weird because we had the Amy and Rory bit and then break, Christmas special break, rest of the series... Break, Name of the Doctor, Time of the Doctor. Not Name of the Doctor, Day of the Doctor. Stupid all these Doctor's titles. <laughs> yeah, Name of the Doctor was the <laughs> season finale for some. Yeah. Summer. I don't know how it's going to go. Probably in fall, I'm assuming. That'll happen. They'll probably split it up because 13 episodes at once is way too much for us to handle. <laughs> I heard that they weren't splitting it up. Nice. I hope they don't. Okay. Alright. Well, my tirade <laughs> lengthened this by five minutes, so... <laughs> I just all of a sudden lost it. Gloves are off. Fuck this! <laughs> End of time is the worst! <laughs> okay. That's okay. You went on your tirade, and I finally figured out how these pieces fit together, so... See, it's a win-win for all of us. <laughs> What about me? <laughs> what did well. you accomplish? Oh. <laughs> well, we all can't win. 
Uh, I guess now it's time for the Facebook question of the bi-weekliness. Damn it, I was going to burp and then it went away. (laughs) I like how I can't keep that jingle consistent. Like, it just keeps changing all the time. It'll always change. Um, Okay, so this week's question was, um, what is your favorite RR podcast moments from this year? Although technically now it's last year. But because this is our sort of 2013 special, Harris, I'll just mumble something tinily. I said, "God damn it!" Because oh. <laughs> you keep making that joke about what? <laughs> well, I didn't <laughs> make a joke. To the call, and you're like, "Hello, gents. Haven't seen you since the <laughs> last year." I did like, not have a borderline <laughs> accent. <laughs> no, I was just saying, correcting it. Because if it's your favorite moments from this year, you haven't heard shit yet. So my favorite was Dawson's tirade. And the time you talked about robots. That's all that's happened in the podcast timeline so far. Well, apparently 2015 is going to have me finally flipping out and beating the crap out of you. Thinking, <laughs> thinking I'm Kevin. Jedi Mon. All right. So let's go. Brian Cetus Um. Oh, yeah. Vega Omega. Uh, uh, Caesar R. Cespedes says, too difficult to say. So many hilarious moments. I guess all the gaim puns? Oh, and anything involving J jokes. See, the gaim puns are paying off. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin wanted me to title his vlog the other day. I'm like, I got nothing. I'm running on gaim puns, bro. <laughs> um, Adam Wentz says, 90s episode by far. Listened to it again recently, and it was epically awesome. As good as, it says here that Hunter's Awaken. <laughs> I love how Kevin said that, too. He's like, it says that here that Hunter's Awaken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Data's hyper. What do you think of Ford? Say ah, and the epic Ghost Ager prank it was pretty epic. So epic, we got bored pulling off the prank and pulled it early. <laughs> Brian and I are like bored now. <laughs> uh, it, it just it took a lot out of us. Uh, <laughs> it did. Sorry, he brought up Data's. Aerosol. And- <laughs> <laughs> Data's gone. <laughs> He's still here. I don't know what happened. Oh, no, there he goes. Yeah, there he is. Did I drop or did everyone die? You dropped. You said uh, you brought up Datus and then you were murdered. Damn it. He was murdered by Vault Matrix. God damn it. Oh, the worst. I really <laughs> well, yeah, you just brought up Vault Matrix. That'll suck the energy right out of the room. I need to show, uh, I need to show you something after we're recording. All right. Um, if you haven't been paying attention to his... Twitter. I saw if it's the GoBusters Hibiki thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that. I think I that, I knew exactly what you meant when you said someone made my shit list. It was like four tweets after. It. I'm like, <laughs> I think I know Brian well enough <laughs> to know what this is about. Well, anyway. he he brought it up to me last night because I hadn't seen it because I I texted him for help because I kind of got lost in HJU. <laughs> <laughs> That's just an awful thing and, to do to yourself. And I'm like. And stop picking on Datus. And Brian's like, stop picking on that ass. I <laughs> <laughs> like, swear I couldn't breathe for like five minutes. I was laughing so hard. Um, Pedro Flores says, cookie discussion. Two people like this. Holding <laughs> these instructions is like a goddamn roadmap. <laughs> Ultimate Houndoom says. I've built this damn kit before too. Um, 
Birdie Taylor Gage says, When Aerosol got interrupted by MMPR theme in Digitize Me Jin. Stephen Ketchum says, I'm the Wolverine. Anything involving Aerosol and Poodles, because those are hilarious. Period. You need to get off your period, bro. <laughs> Jared Castile says, Well, that is easy to answer. It, it, well have, it will have to be. Uh, everything you guys say and do in the show, you are the very best podcast out there. Aww. <laughs> he also goes on to say, Happy Hillidays <laughs> and a Happy New Year to you all. Hillidays is where they celebrate in Hill Valley exclusively. <laughs> Speaking of Back to the Future. TKDT Gray says, Ask me the many times Kevin passes out during a segment, which tends to be every segment. Shuki's choking slash wheezing laugh that seriously makes me stop anything I'm doing and hold in my laughter. And people look at me like I came out of the asylum. But the best thing of all is Kevin's girlfriend, especially her hate of the word vagina and badgering <laughs> Dawson and Kevin. Oh, okay, it makes sense now. Pure hilarity. We all need is more endangering aerosol stories and more Dawson life lessons. <laughs> Hashtag go, uh, go go RR podcast. That's our morph call. I only have one life lesson. Don't live it. <laughs> there. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, okay, uh, Kiefer's, and he's got the Dawson version. All right, Kiefer Martin says, ah, good old Keefs. <laughs> the entire 90s episode and the two cookie discussions by far. Probably going to go back over those episodes for the year and the whole best quotes thing on Twitter. But those two bits, particularly the 90s episode, have me howling with laughter. Ooh. <laughs> so oh, bad yeah. that I had trouble breathing. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. I apologize. I regretted it immediately. <laughs> Knowing some of the incredibly random topics that were brought up this year only makes me more excited for the potential of 2014, especially April Fool's 2, Miner's Day Out. <laughs> the prospector voice. <laughs> I really hope it's an old-timey prospector. Kevin's like, a prospector. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? You know what's funny? I immediately thought of the dude from Toy Story 2. <laughs> Prospector Pete. Bouncing uh, around in his little box. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Fantavong says, I have to agree with Pedofloor. <laughs> um, okay. Cookie discussion was hilarious. Or... Oh, okay. Or that time in the wizard discussion when Kevin turns into robot Antoine Dodson. Bringing you guys overseas to Thailand was an amazing idea. What? What? When did we get there? I don't want to be poor. Don't subject those poor people to us. I don't want to be poor. (laughs) Oh, and Kevin's girlfriend. Edgar Quek says, when Shuki said, I fucking hate China. (laughs) Except you just said, I hate China. Yeah, there's no fucking in there. Uh, I need to find that episode. (laughs) It was pretty recent. It was great. Uh, when Aerosol talks about being an even worse person than me. <laughs> when Dawson doesn't like talking about being named ha- apostrophe. Not a, that's I, a, that's I, an I originally I originally read that as MASH. Because it's got that little like, apostrophe in it. Uh, when Jedimon answered my question by saying he wanted a cyborg dick that would beat people <laughs> while I was eating dinner and I shot grape soda out of my nose. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Charles Chong says Kevin shit stories Not as in badly told stories But stories about actual shit Not shit as in bullcrap But legitimate shit from the ass <laughs> <laughs> That was the one when he slipped on poop in his toy room <laughs> <It's> uh, Hilarious 
Will Jesse Hart says hornblower shenanigans in regards to Young Justice. Uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of, Corey Gonk says the second Facebook question of biweekliness that I participated in where you disgraced my family and I sent their souls to haunt you forever. Well, so they're a family. Speaking of Gong, I... <laughs> I was flipping through my TV guide the other day, and I I came across this show on, like, Disney Channel called Japanesey yeah. Going, Going, Gong. And I'm like, that's the most racist thing I've ever fucking heard. What the hell? It's legitimately awful. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Eagle Art 26 Sex... <laughs> <laughs> 20 cents. <laughs> my album artwork getting better, but seriously, sex. <laughs> I think my actual favorite moment or moments, or rather, would be when Kevin's girlfriend came on and terrorized Dawson. <laughs> you make it sound so dramatic. As well as the cookie controversy of 2013. Hashtag Beer J Stag approves of cookies. It is kind of funny because it's like dealing with a really annoying bully. <laughs> uh. Edgar Quek is back. Oh, no. <laughs> Just count it out. And he continues to say, how could I forget Kevin saying he wants to break balls with his <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, awesome. I'm not a dog with a Christmas hat. I'm one half cat, one six dog, one six bear, and one six fox. That's like what I- happens when two different species from the Avatar world have sex. <laughs> <laughs> cat, dog, bear, fox. Uh, oh, this is the fun name. Joel James Degasia. <laughs> Joe uh, Jacob Jingle. <laughs> uh, when Dawson kept on saying energy, energy, <laughs> while Kevin was going through the Gaim scans. Oh, good You time. would not let that go. No, I wouldn't. Kevin was like, I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> I do that to people in real life, and it's like even weirder because I don't understand it. Like, we're trying to be like, oh, man, I need more energy. I'm like, energy! And they're like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why'd you just say that in a terrible Russian accent? I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Muhammad Faiz Daniel says, hmm, best moments of 2013 would probably be all the anime shows you guys don't talk about. No, um, would have to be the Facebook question of my weakness when Aerosol called me Muhammad Brian Danielson. Aerosol, it's not Muhammad Diane Brandelson, but it's close enough. You know that's not your name. Your name's right there. Based on the photo I posted on my reply... My God, this is long. I posted on my reply was Daniel Bryan and no chance. Once I heard the heart inside chanting, yes, yes, yes. What are you talking about? I'm on the face of the RR podcast. Jesus Christ. He's talking about the wrestler that he posted named oh, okay. Bryan. This is His a chant is a yes, man. yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, if not for the Kaido Jin moments during the Danball discussions and when Dawson doing the Facebook gong every time Corey Gong popped up, either on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag epicness. Anyway, hope the RR podcast will bring Toku and other stuffs and even crazier possible in 2014. Cheerios. He just said Cheerio, but I like Cheerios so much. But at least I had to give it to Vice Daniel. I appreciate him sticking with us for all the shit we give him. <laughs> uh, you know, we... we- to all of our loyal listeners, we just give, like, all of the shit. They stick around. We make fun of each and every one of them. So thank you for staying around despite us making fun of your names or heritage or anything. 
Uh, uh, Peter Lee says, I really like the cookie discussions. <laughs> Shuki's wizard rant. Aerosol's murder train. The robot Pokemon rap from last episode. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s episode because it was a dead... Oh, disaster. And you guys coming up with creative new ways to insult Common Writer Forze. <laughs> we enjoy that one too. Chenix <laughs> Stewart. Chenix uh, says, uh, <laughs> the, well, the, the joke's ran its course, seriously. Uh, <laughs> the times when Kevin was in a Speedo in my room. Wait, that was a dream. That's an awful dream. The worst. Yeah. Kevin being in a dream period is awful, but <laughs> trust me, I know. Oh God! Every <laughs> time he's showing up, the dream was awful, and I got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the the times where my text screws up and makes you guys laugh, whether it is from Hal Life to Hermo <laughs> to whatever ones I messed up, it always makes me happy inside to make people laugh. Well, you do a good job of that. Buddy. You know what's uh, really impressive about all of that? There's no mistakes. There's no. <laughs> there's no mistakes. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh. Christoph Hutchison says, "Aerosol's murder train, Kevin's car top dancing transsexual, which I forgot about, and Brian's cookie fiasco all came to mind." Forgot about Kevin. <laughs> I said fiasco. You don't said fasco. Oh, it's Basco's brother. He just gets in hijinks. <laughs> Was was Kevin's uh, car top dancing transsexual uh, involving Mardi Gras? Yeah, I think so. He was okay. talking about being out, and there was like naked people <laughs> and stuff. You know, Kevin's hijinks. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Moses says the great cookie debate. It even had its own title card, which was really awesome. <laughs> you couldn't hear, but Aerosol smiled to show that Jeff made a smiley face. <laughs> it's hard to hear smiles. It depends. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, I'll make you hear my smile. That sounds like an anime character's tagline. Like when people uh-huh. in Comrade say, I'll protect people's smiles. I'm like, what are you, a dentist? Holy crap, that's an amazing idea. <laughs> I want to become a dentist now just so I can have the slogan outside my window that says, I'll protect your smiles. <laughs> that's too much work for a bit, but it would be amazing. Uh I love how you went from insulting it to being like, oh my god, epiphany. Well, like, if I saw that, that would, like, make my day. Because it's such a funny thing, because I assume that if you were to actually translate it into what we mean, it would be, like, protect people's happiness or life. But, like, the way it literally translates is hilarious. It's, like, kind of like the other day when my friend was Facebooking something in Spanish, and I translated it, and it said, my cousin came in Colorado. I'm like, I don't need to hear about that. <laughs> and it was just meant to mean, like, she's visiting here, but it made it sound like she had a very intimate experience with Colorado. I'd rather be in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That should be back soon, too. <laughs> so, what are your guys' favorite moments? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Seriously, though, like, I'm just a part of this shit, like... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian, it makes me feel special. <laughs> like, seriously, every fucking episode's an experience. Like, even on, like, the crappiest of recording shows, something always happens that's really fucking hysterical. Um, yeah. Well, heck, like, last week, I didn't even necessarily find it to be the funniest episode that we ever did, but it was one of the more enjoyable ones. I think it was because 
all four of us were there and we were kind of all on the same page for once. Yeah. <laughs> same level of Like awakeness. no one was tripping over each other. We were kind of all, you know, like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> um, I, kind of, I don't necessarily have a specific skit because they kind of mention a lot of the more memorable ones. And especially since we've been doing this for four years, a lot of them blend together in the sense that I'll remember something, but it might be from last year. Um, but just as a moment from this year, I have to say Aerosol joining the podcast was a pretty good one. Because without it, it would be Brian <laughs> and I with up, a lot of awkward... Up. Well, no, but no, without I'm that, <laughs> when Kevin wasn't here, we like it's not like Brian and I have awkward conversations. We have a, you know, a good friendship, but in terms of hosting the podcast, it's hard to keep it up with two people. And it's kind of funny because remember when we started, we thought, like, we'll never find a fourth person to talk to. And we finally found someone that's as demented as us. <laughs> <laughs> laughs at our jokes that are other people's expense and our awful jokes about dead people <laughs> and so i don't know it's just kind of a sort of a nice surprise to find a fourth host that kind of meshes with us well because we're such a weird little click <laughs> that's putting it nicely and and it kind of um you know even without helping fill it out when kevin had to be absent it kind of brought a new energy into it too and some more intelligent discussions <laughs> Because Brian and I would just be sitting here like, uh, blue. <laughs> that was even a word. Yeah, I said, <laughs> exactly. Man, I like Gaim a lot. It's not like we can have good conversations, but it's difficult to get really funny stuff and different points of views when you have two people that agree on 99% of things. At least here, it's like 97. <laughs> uh it really um, is great. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Show's a lot of fun. <laughs> Show's a lot of fun. Aristotle's our Gibby. He joined the main cast halfway through. <laughs> Why does he take his shirt off so much? I don't do that as frequently now. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it is one of those things where I... I <laughs> I, uh, even when I was just kind of being a guest, like I've been uh, recently going back and listening to some of the older episodes uh, from this year uh, to kind of remind myself of s- some of the funnier moments that we've had. Because I was looking at the Facebook question and all of the answers, like some of them were really surprising because I had legitimately forgotten about them. Like the hornblower thing, I had <laughs> oh, yeah. completely forgotten about. <laughs> Those are um, some amazing days. <laughs> but yeah even being like a guest uh i was kind of hesitant because I, I i never really wanted to say like that i was a part of it not because i didn't want to but because i i could remember those times when you guys were like uh eh, we don't need a fourth host <laughs> and it it was it's just one of those things where it's like i i really hate to kind of butt my way into it cuz i i i really did just sort of show up one day and then you guys just never kicked me out of the call <laughs> that, that's, that is exactly what happened cuz we we recorded the rr and rr was it kabuto no it was, it, it was no, the one before kabuto right well we recorded um, I was on for Agito and Fize and Blade and Hibiki. And then once we record Kabuto, uh, I wasn't removed from the, the little group call thing. And then you sent me a message on 
uh, Twitter saying that if I wanted to just join in one of the weekly calls or whatever, you know, just to go ahead and do so. But <laughs> See, you weaseled your way into our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in the beginning, like I said, we have such a strange little trio that we're just such strange people to talk to. We felt like we couldn't get somebody that sort of was on our same wavelength. So, I mean, we thought about having random guests, and obviously we get along with people like Chris, but he lives in a different dimension called England, so we can't speak to him. Um, so the he's like, there. "Like you forgot what he? <laughs> oh. like, like, where where is, he? is it called? Where does he live? Virginia? <laughs> Wait, Virginia just on my mind from that. But uh, yeah, it's it's been fun. I was thinking about this actually earlier today. It reminded me of it when Brian said, "I love my Twitter feed," <laughs> because I was thinking this fandom is the most annoying, loudest fuck piece of shit <laughs> but our little group of just like the four of us and like all the people we interact with are like some of the craziest people like we have the weirdest conversations and stuff but we're so crazy that we just might be sane amongst the <laughs> fandom like because we, we have such weird thoughts and conversations but when it comes to talking about toku i feel like we're the people that have the most level heads about shit because everyone flies off the handle and have such like uh uh, strong opinions and they like refuse to budge and we kind of I mean I have those too but I mean we kind of are a little more level headed in terms of that so I just think it's kind of funny that we're such weird people but we manage to seem more sane than the Toku community at least from my perspective well this community has issues because I think like Tokyo is a really good example where it's like everyone's like the suit sucks so Sentai's dead forever and we're like well we don't really like the suits but we're going to watch the show but it's like Sentai people are always like have or Toku people have, like, one reaction, they stick to it. Uh, I just think it's kind of funny, like, our little weird ragtag gang of bandits. Um, just trying to think of some, like, actual moments from the the year. Um, (laughs) the hornblower thing was really funny. I just listened to that earlier today. I need to go back, I don't remember it. Um, and it was funny because I was listening to the episode and I was looking around on uh, the Podbean page because I'm like, when was that? I couldn't remember. And then it showed up in the episode I was listening to. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, here it is. And I remember like I was actually kind of annoyed when it first popped up because I was trying to say something. <laughs> and I think Kevin was annoyed, too, because Kevin and I. For whatever reason, I guess the stars must have aligned, but we were trying to have a serious conversation. <laughs> and you guys were over in the corner like, hornblower. <laughs> okay, I remember it now. Oh my god. That happens a lot. I feel like Brian and I sometimes form a giggling duo. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. Oh my god, why would you name someone that? Seriously. It was, it, wasn't it the black dude, like, not Green Lantern? Like, I didn't know who he was. He was so... He, like, I kept yeah. thinking he was all the other black characters. <laughs> and, like, he just, his power was standing around in a tight shirt. It was Mel Duncan, right? Yeah. And, and, he, he, and like, near the end of the show, he got, like, an armor or something. And uh, But we we were going over all, all of his identities, I remember. And we talked about the homelore several times, and it made one of Marisol's videos in the trailer. He's like, it was heroic. And then he just shows a picture of the hornblower. I remember that distinctly. Uh, uh, that was really funny. Uh, the episode, an episode or two before that, 
there's a bit and it doesn't get talked about a lot but for whatever reason this made me laugh every time i heard it it was at the beginning of an ep- uh, of an episode and we had just started transitioning into the news and we started talking about like going to san diego zoo for some reason <laughs> and uh come on <laughs> kevin brought up like somehow transitioned zoo and animals into shirley temple <laughs> and then Did he starts went, singing the animal crackers song yeah Probably. and then <laughs> dawson brought up that like little part of the commercial where she's like my goose can do a wonderful trick <laughs> And it's like, my goose can lay an egg. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shut up, you little bitch. <laughs> just, the way it went down was hilarious. And I, I, I just re-listened to it. I'm like, I don't know why I don't remember this, because it was funny as hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, then that commercial came on during Christmas when I was at my aunt's house, and I got so upset. <laughs> I've been seeing it a lot too because I've been sick for the past few days, and um, hence all the coughing and dying. But um, I, so I've been like laying on the couch watching television, which is horrid. But <laughs> the Shirley Temple commercial comes on like five times an hour when you watch something like, you know, Adult Swim or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, why won't it leave me alone? I used to think the shut up little bitch thing when I was a kid. Like, it annoyed me that much. It's the same commercial. <laughs> it's frustrating that the commercial is that old. <laughs> There's a lot of commercials that are really funny that like they keep reusing, like that Campbell's Soup commercial where the kid melts from a snowman. There's a local commercial here they keep re-airing for, like, furniture and, like, during Christmas time, and it's really like data it's pretty funny i don't know why i brought that up because no one understands what i'm talking about like most days there's a commercial they started airing recently and i don't know if it's a local thing or if you guys get it too but it's for this dating website called farmersonly.com i haven't seen that one it's it's for farmers it's just a dating website for farmers (laughs) and it's ridiculous it's got like the most absurd commercials with like talking animals and <laughs> rednecks talking about how they want to hook up dwight all those. Weird. <laughs> and they like barter tractor deals like dwight um <laughs> my favorite dating service commercial is blackpeoplemeet.com <laughs> how is that okay what if we had whitepeoplemeet.com there would be total riots and like petitions but I'm just saying, like petitions, like that's serious. There'd be some serious petitions. Fuck. There'd be sign-up sheets. Oh man, I just think it's funny that something like that exists. Like, I want to sign up for it to see what happens. Like, be like, I'm one sixteenth black. Like, <laughs> 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 you racist. Uh, what other moments? The cookie discussions were pretty good. I have to say, because yeah. some really- of those. Those two. Some of, like it started out where I was kind of asking ridiculous questions because I thought it was funny that Brian was so heated about this, mm-hmm. and then like as it went on, like it turned into a legitimate conversation, <laughs> and then like when Aerosol found the damn forum, I just died. Like I the, the life, 
Oh. Yeah, Brian found the forum and I followed the link. Because okay. Brian brought it, brought up the fact that he posted the forum link in the like show notes. I love that Brian so I went it. to it during the episode and I'm like, hold the phone. I gotta check this out. <laughs> and I had to read them. Okay, because I remember you reading the one about a person wish they were dead or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I know you. dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> like over cookies. That was a pretty unexpected thing. Um, the 90s episode was a lot of fun. Like, we had a lot of fun talking about it, but we had so many plans, and then we do what we always do, and then just pulled it together in two minutes. So, like... It's, it's such just, a jank episode. We, we just pulled up a glossary of terms, and we laid it on thick. I don't know if you noticed, especially <laughs> the first 25 minutes, I think Fat Beats was said, like, five times. Aristotle had a black scent. I had to stop and tell him to stop being so black. I think that was in the bloopers. Like, and then I thought that you had to mail in tapes or something. Like, I was thinking, like, really old stuff. And I think, I think at some point throughout that episode, all of us got confused about something. Because we're so used to not being in the 90s. <laughs> So that was fun. Like, did, did that happen yet? Like, it would have been funny, like if it was perfectly planned out. But I think it's more our style that we did it that random. Also, it was fun for our discussions for various anniversary episodes we never did. I'm not going to mention any of them because we're hoping to use them. But we had a lot of fun planning stuff we never did. Just so you know, <laughs> we had a lot of good ideas that never happened. Yeah. We tend to do that. It's funny because we spend a great deal of time talking about stuff, which could be time when we could actually be planning it. And then we say, we're going to plan it at this day, and then we just kind of do random shit and watch Nate's vlogs until we're like, oh shit, we got to record this. Where's Kevin? And then Kevin gets on, and then we just go. <laughs> we're like Home Alone constantly. We're always losing Kevin. <laughs> We just always look to the side, thinking he's there. <laughs> it's funny, because Nate's vlog's most recent rewinding video is Home Alone 2. Oh, didn't he do Home Alone already? Did we watch it? I, I don't oh, know. No, that, was on, that was Honest Trailers. Sorry. <laughs> okay. We don't I, I was like, I, did I watch one without you? And I'm like, no, that was Honest Trailers. Um, there was times I wanted to watch ones without you, but I... <laughs> we have, like, ten videos to do. <laughs> More than ten. <laughs> well, eleven. Um, yeah, there's we we adapted quite a bit of that. That's a member from 2013. We said Jigaboo shenanigans. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was those, early 2013. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of that. It didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the the bed intruder stuff. That stuff was we kept that around a long time. The Chuck Testa. When we latch onto something, we latch on hard. <laughs> we we do. There's an episode. Early this year, for last year, where Kevin just wouldn't stop singing the Dick in the Box song. <laughs> and I'm like, that couldn't be new even then. Why won't he stop? <laughs> That's what I ask you about Kevin a lot. Why won't he stop? Because <laughs> he'll randomly just say penis if he's not the one talking. <laughs> it's almost like he's trying to send subliminal messages out there. <laughs> um. This isn't really a huge moment, but I did love the, the Dempello Lips jokes about Troy and those little <laughs> screen caps things that I haven't read in a while, but those were funny. Dempello Lips. <laughs> D 
Do you see any tears? I, I like when you can usually tell how long people have been listening to us based upon the in-jokes that they reference. <laughs> like, uh, Adam Wentz asked me why you breathe so hard, and I just responded <laughs> so I can leave. <laughs> and, like, we haven't done that in a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of funny how our show almost has a mythology where there's like layers of inside jokes and stuff that you wouldn't get unless you've been listening to for a really long time. Every once in a while, you'll you'll dust off a, a, a you know an old Kirihiko butt or something like that. Yeah. That used to be like a staple. Like there was a time when we had to make sure we got like a, a Zonky and Kirihiko butt joke in there. That was like early days back when we're not going to call it the RR podcast because it's stupid. <laughs> back when we tried to se- be semi-professional and, and you know what it's kind of like Parks and Rec like in our first episodes we tried really hard to sort of be serious funny and then we just decided to let the crazy out <laughs> and let our characters run free and by our characters I mean just our regular personalities yeah we essentially just record regular conversations we have we tried <laughs> We tried, but we got bored. <laughs> bored now. Kind Cat of like, has what a shirt that says that. I was trying to be good, but I got bored. That's essentially our show. We tried to be special, but we got bored. Meh. There are a bunch of Toku podcasts who try to be professional. Yeah, like all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you <Or> guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what makes us different. Not afraid to insult there's, people. There's a couple of good ones. I, I don't listen to any, so I, don't, I have no idea. I know there is. I just don't know which ones they are. This wasn't in our uh, actual podcast, but I do love from 2013 when Brian got mad at Chris for his stream working. Like, when we were all watching the Nintendo scene, and, like, Chris started telling us what was happening, and Brian just said, Shut up! <laughs> like, he didn't want spoilers. <laughs> uh. That was funny. Didn't I say something like, shut up, stop being British or something? Yeah, I don't remember. But it was really funny. Like, you stopped him. Like, I legit got mad. <laughs> that was so jank. Well, I really wanted to see Mario. Uh, like, it's like, Mario 3D World. I'm like, what is going on? It's like, they're showing Pokemon, right? Shut up! Don't even describe it to me. <laughs> Your mouth. And then we just all sat there in silence and left. <laughs> Uh, there was something I wanted to say I forgot what it was he just kept talking about Chris <laughs> oh my yes <laughs> that's been a thing for a while I think that's a thing since the ship was afloat to be honest it was always puttering along <laughs> did that sink this year? no that was last year because they were like I got home from uh, Orphan, they're like yeah, ship was- sinking K I'm like K <laughs> That was 2012. <laughs> it all, see, it all bleeds together. I kept thinking Morphicom was last summer, but I'm like, no, it wasn't well, last There's also the fact that uh, the podcast like, seasons start like mid-year. <laughs> yeah. So when I think of a full year of the podcast, I think from one season to the next, oh, yeah. which is like May to May. <laughs> we, uh... We kind of run this thing Toku style. We don't take a break. The next episode airs the very next year. We don't even do holiday or golf breaks. One week we should just say there's no episode because of golf. And there's like no golf game. But we just say that. Don't tell anybody though. Nobody listen to this. <laughs> I, I do have to say like I, I, we've 
said it our, ourselves multiple times, and I guess we're going to say it again. Uh, it is impressive for a podcast to to go weekly for this long um, without break. Not, not only the fact that we do this weekly <laughs> without a break, the fact that we have anywhere between two to four hour episodes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> started as an hour. Most podcasts. <clears throat> sorry, most podcasts when they when they think they're running long, it's like, oh man, we we've gone over an hour. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> just hit about four hours, so <laughs> I guess we'll call it quits. We're already at an hour twenty five, and we haven't even done the first part yet. <laughs> we haven't Spoilers. even begun. We haven't even begun. And that's just that's how we do things. <laughs> like when we started this we wanted to be different and we certainly achieved, we achieved that. that we're talking we're like also, this is an anniversary episode and it's not but we're also probably the only podcast that records out of order <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because when i was younger i used to think oh like when i watched behind the th- scenes things why do they film movies out of order sometimes now i know it's because of kevin <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> But it's kind of funny. It's pretty timing by me. I don't know if any of them happened this year, but I love those ones where like you accidentally didn't record it, and we try to recapture jokes, but we would say it's so disinterested, and it would be so funny to us, but no one else would understand why we were talking like that. Like we just yeah, seem like that hasn't weird. happened in a while. Oh, but that it, was, it, it definitely been... hasn't happened this year because I. Yeah. I haven't been around for one of those. That happened to us a couple times. I just, I just want to know what people were thinking, like, the way we were speaking. Like, it was funny to us, but... Yeah. It, well, it, it was it was definitely weird. <laughs> like, it, I think ever since the podcast began, it's always been sort of this thing where uh, you feel like you're missing a joke. <laughs> like, there, there's there's... Definitely the inside jokes that even the fans are going to get because the podcast has gone on for so long. But then there's the really inside jokes <laughs> that nobody but the people recording the podcast are going to get. <laughs> so it's like from day one, it's like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. <laughs> the tagline for season five is going to be the RR podcast. You always feel like you're missing something. <laughs> Because there would be times where I'd be like, did I already make this joke or was that the last timeline? <laughs> like, that's the only <laughs> podcast where I hear that. Uh, that's what, on the poster that I made, it says, the tagline is, the only podcast that consistently takes place in at least two timelines. <laughs> uh, Every once in a while, we'll record from the beginning. Did we do that last week? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got sure. really lazy on Wednesday and said, fuck it. <laughs> fuck well, it, let's just <laughs> We just wanted to eat our Christmas nougats. I don't know. It's a jammy dodger. You caught me. But. <laughs> the fuck is a jammy dodger? It's like a little cookie okay, with jelly. Well, I know cream. what it is from Doctor oh. Who, but like. <laughs> Why do they call it a jammy dodger? They yeah. dodge jam. They're like, look out, jam. <laughs> you got jammed. You got jammed. I used to see them like my grandparents used to have 
Oh, I don't know. That reminded me. Sorry, I saw the full, sorry, the full uh, Matt Smith farewell special thing, and I love the part when Chris Hardwick was telling about he ran into Matt Smith when he was cosplaying as ten, and he's like, "Well, this is awkward." He's like, "Matt's like, I know where your heart lies." Like, I just I had to bring that up because they talked about what Jammy daughters were in that, and it reminded me of that. I like how he was talking about how he kept asking Matt to to do more and more stuff. Yeah. He was always just really enthusiastic and on board. Yeah. Like you oh, can yeah. say no once. <laughs> like he almost wants him to say no. <laughs> I love the bowling thing they did for uh, the Nerdist. That was pretty funny. And how Karen Gillan was really good at it, but she never bowled before. She's like, my strategy was to throw and hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm bouncing all over, but that made me think of Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you guys see Burt Macklin starring in Guardians of the Galaxy? No. There's just a cast image, and, you know, he's in it. He's got this really dumb shit look on his face. Let's see if I can find it. It it reminded me of Burt Macklin. It's like, thought I was dead. So did the president's enemies. (laughs) Did you find it? Yeah, I think. Okay. Someone someone send it to me. Uh, I'm so out of it. Send it to me. <laughs> I think oh you're a it, so. Send it. My page is kind of wonky right now. Hold on. Okay. Come on. Send it. I tried. <laughs> send it. I don't have it yet. Dawson might have to send it because it's not letting me do stuff. Help. There's a lot of stories that have happened since then. Please assist. <laughs> I need an adult. Let's see. Dead Rocket Rad- Raccoon is voiced by Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's the hangover and parks and rat combined. It's just easier. And Vin Diesel's group. <laughs> Still waiting. Hold on. Yeah. Awesome. It's Christ after all I do. For, oh, hey. He's <laughs> <laughs> Burt Macklin. Oh my god, it is. Burt Macklin, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay. Burt Macklin, raccoon. <laughs> Except he's not uh. a raccoon. Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh shit! I just love how Vin Diesel is playing a tree. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The characters everyone will pretend to know. <laughs> like I know them, but they're so little known. It reminds me of the honest trailer for Avengers, and they're like the character in the middle of the credits. Every nerd pretended to know. <laughs> It was funny because that happened at the theater, and I was just like, "Oh, hey, it's that guy." Yeah, because everyone like gasped, and I go, "Oh my god, it's Majin Buu!" <laughs> like, oh fuck, Super Buu's gonna be in the Avengers too? Fuck. Like, I knew who he was, sort of, but I didn't know what his name was. I just recognized the face. I had no idea. And so I'm just like, "Oh, it's that guy," because I had no idea who he was, what he was from, and what his purpose was. I just recognized it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a poser. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, seriously, if I make fun of you, it just means I love you. Or I hate you. 
<laughs> You'll never side. know. <laughs> that's how I do things. We are at the point where we are just talking. Yeah. Well, that's the podcast. <laughs> I, I just figured the rest of the show is the best of, so we're just we're just still going. Because <laughs> I have no idea how long that's going to be. I thought it was going to be before this. It is. Oh. <laughs> Final thingies. Final thingies. Wait, is that going to count, or is someone else going to say it? I said final thing is like a 14-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the MP3 will be here at some point, maybe. Here. Depends how attentive it, future right? me. What? You didn't leave a pause. It's supposed to be a we pause. don't need a pause. It'll just, I'll just abruptly stop and then continue. Bert Macklin. RR. <laughs> uh, we are amazing. Amazing. Happy New Year. Uh, still the best joke. <laughs> uh, Good thing Aerosol had that life preserver to fold over to us. Dork <laughs> thought he was going to drown. <laughs> oh, back to the future. This Next year is the year of hoverboard. So we better be ready. We also need those Texacos with the shark holograms. And, you know, all that fashion's got to come in. The fluorescent hats. Jacket is now dry. So pretty soon. Hey, I want, I want self-fitting jackets. I want the the hydrating pizza thing, the thing that Marty McFly had to be upside down on because they couldn't get the actor back. I I just want Pepsi to come in those bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that the other day with my brother. I'm like, I just I really like the bottles. I just really want the bottle. <laughs> I'll have a Pepsi free. You want a Pepsi pal? You got to pay for it. <laughs> Let's take a coffee and then I'm not even gonna drink it. And she's after my dad after he didn't even finish his oatmeal. No one finishes food in movies and it upsets me. <laughs> like, there's a perfectly good food, especially when it's something delicious, like a burger or something. When Dawson gets older, he's just going to make a movie all about people ordering <laughs> meals and finishing them. <laughs> Isn't that just Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives? <laughs> it's <already been> done. <laughs> Man versus food. <laughs> he definitely finishes them. Well, sometimes he doesn't. That's true. I love watching that show Hungry because, well, I don't because I'm like really hungry and it's usually at a time when I don't really want to eat because it's like really late. And he'll be eating and like, oh, I can't go on anymore. I'm like, pussy! Because like he's eating cake or something delicious and I'm hungry as fuck thinking I could eat all that. But then (laughs) then in reality, it's probably pretty difficult. (laughs) I could eat all that. (laughs) Because when you're hungry, your appetite's so big in your mind. food. We should just start doing ramble time about food shows. Everyone watch three random Food Network shows every week and you know we'll come what? back and talk about it. So how about Fighting Foodons? And that was a fun <laughs> show. Fighting Foodons. Fighting Foodons. Uh, a bunch of random shows like Ripping Friends and Mucha Lucha or whatever. It was like a live action wrestling. Uh, Los Luchadores. Yeah. <laughs> Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha was a show. Uh, yeah. Just stuff. Taco Bell. Just anything again. <laughs> Whatever happened to the dog they used for that, honestly? It died. <laughs> now, now I'm just sad. Thanks, man. Well, it's a dog. It's what they do eventually. No, they don't. Not of their magical taco dogs. It's just a fact. <laughs> magic, magic, what? No. Okay. <laughs>